This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the girls say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? <laughs> what up, though? And it's your man, Dame Going Wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 227. Uh, I'm going to edit the 227 theme song in the beginning of this episode. Because okay. that's, that's what we said we was going to do. Um, but yeah, man, episode 227. Um, I was thinking back this week, right? What's up? Uh, looking at, you know how Instagram will put like, yo, you posted this two years ago, one year ago on this day, two years ago on this day, and it'd be podcast shit. And like two years ago, we dropped episode, it's in the hundreds. Right. I'd be thinking like, yo, we didn't talk to a lot. We didn't talk a lot in four and a half years, almost five years. And we didn't sit down with so many people. And I'd really be forgetting sometimes who we didn't sit down with. It's a lot. 227, a lot. Yeah, we didn't have some good guests fall through. One hundred percent. We had some good guests. Not a lot. Yeah. Of, not not a lot of duds. No. I wouldn't call none of the guests no duds. Well, we don't we don't really interview like strangers. It's always people that we find interesting and shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. It's genuine. It's genuine. Yeah. So uh, that's dope, man. So uh, how was your week, dog? Uh, I feel like something happened this week, but I can't I can't remember it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my mind is my mind is slipping. I was gonna share a story time with Dame this week. Yeah, but I saw you talk about it. Go ahead. But the climate of you know things in the culture, yeah, kind of got me kind of got me a little weary. But like I posted a picture to uh to to Facebook today. Yeah, you know they came out. 
What came out? The host. They came out. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they show up when I post up. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every time you show up. <laughs> and uh, Every time you go out. So whatever. Yeah. So there's this one chick in particular that I forgot. Me and her used to date like back in the day. Yeah. And a story time with Dame, you know, usually it'd be with my follies with women. But this one is all about her. And it's a hila- it's hilarious to me. So story time with Dame? Yeah, man. I ain't, I ain't threw the music in there in a oh, minute, okay. man. I just had to I just had to cue it up. My my homeboy Mac Moody and Born to Mac. And even though this ain't about, you know, no Mac and shit, it's just a funny ass story. Okay. I'm gonna let her let her roll for a little bit, because it's my shit. This the story this is the uh, the official story time with Dame music. I should I should throw a verse on here or hey, something. Episode two two seven starting off with a story time with Dame. <laughs> So look, this is chick I used to, uh, this chick I used to date back in the day. Yeah. She a lawyer now. Okay. And I mean, so she, be careful for libel. Yeah, she yeah. Might, she might get you the libel. She, she, we definitely had an incident. She, you know, called the boys on the nigga, but that's you know, that's here no there. I mean, you know, don't don't try me. Side note: I see you still ain't got this shaving thing down pat yet. <laughs> <laughs> so look, man, because <laughs> you be coming this bitch all scraped up, dog. Like, look, man, I, you know, I, I did some out my out my normal today when it came to shaving because I've been on a good streak. Yeah, since I got out the hospital, like a couple weeks ago, you had a. I, I, I let you rock, though. A couple weeks ago, I saw it was a those, small little yeah, scab, but but I fucked that shit up today, man. I, <laughs> I, I scalped myself. I was bleeding for hours. Oh, I had to put shit. a band aid on that bitch. Yeah. I was bleeding for hours. So anyway, uh. You know, when I posted the picture, she liked it, and you know, we had a little back and forth you know, on the Facebook on the Facebook Messenger. Oh, and it, say, let me go look at these comments. No, no, no. You know, they they speaking. You know, they speaking private. They okay, don't wanna, of course. You know, they don't want to be, you know, looking thirsty, and I don't want to make them look parched neither. Because oh. I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> so, so anyway, she it made me think about something. So she got a son. Little nigga got to be like eight or nine years old now. So back in the day, we was dating. He, he was a newborn. And, you know, like when you're a new parent, you got kids. Okay. My my bad. We got a, we got a guest in yeah, the building. Yeah, we do got a guest in the building. And, and I just called you out on some shit. You ain't got no babies? <laughs> no, I ain't got no babies. Okay. Okay. Hold off as long as you can. You look young. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't, don't rush it. I got five kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> So back in the day when me and her was dating, she had just had a baby. He was maybe about a year, 18 months when we was uh, yeah. messing around. She was in law school and shit. So, uh, you know, when you're a parent, like child care is a huge thing because the shit you you need somebody reliable to watch your kids. And child care is expensive as fuck. Like, oh, man. <laughs> nigga, that shit. This that is sh- story time with Dan. Me talking about childcare. I just, I, I just kind of know where this shit is going. Anyway, go ahead. No, me and her never had, you know, no pregnancy no, scares, no that. abortions. But anyway, so me, and her, she was trying to find some childcare, some shit. You know, she going, she in law school. She a single mother. She doing the best she can. This ain't my baby, so I ain't kicking in on that two hundred a week because I got kids and I know how expensive that shit is. But you know, best of luck to you. So anyway, she had found this, this uh, in-home daycare, and she was like, I don't know what's something about it that just give me a bad vibe. And I'm like, but you taking this little nigga there every day. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, if it's giving you a bad vibe, like, you pay them. They don't work for you. You you know. This is your prize possession. Yeah. <laughs> this is your child. I'm like, 
Shit, pop like because everything is always all good at drop off time mm-hmm. and pick up time. I mean, because you know your kids happy to see you first thing in the morning. You ripping and running. You trying to get out of there, so it ain't no big deal. But she was like, you know, I noticed a couple days in a row, like he didn't had on like his his backup outfit or his shirt be wet, and I just think something going on at the daycare. I'm like, well, fuck it, that's that's your child. Like, don't don't wait till end of the day. Just like. Pop up there around lunchtime. Take some time off, you know. Yeah. Go do what you got to do because that's your baby. Man, so she went up to the daycare. She called me crying. I can't believe. I can't believe. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck going on? She was like, she went up to the daycare center. Now, this is a woman that had, you know, a daycare in her home. She said she went up to the daycare center. They had all the kids strapped in their car seats and sitting in front of the TV. Wow. So she was like, it's like eight or nine kids, like in a row, strapped in in their car seats, mm. crying and watching TV. And she was like, when she got there, was some nigga watching the kids. I'm like, who the oh. fuck? Like, who the fuck was he? She was like, well, the daycare lady wasn't there. Oh boy, was like, that's her brother that just got out of jail. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and she had to make a run out, so he had to watch the kids. Put them all in the in the. Put them all in their car seats. Line them up. Watch TV. It don't matter if they cry till I get back. They be alright. They can't run away. You you don't know all of them at. You can't lose a kid if they all if they all strapped down. And she was she was uh really hurt by by that this discovery. Probably, this probably happens often. And the reason that the, the child has new clothes on because they've the been child, crying all day. No, and they pee their pants because <laughs> no one's been there all day. And the, and the, and the brother is just just literally just watching. Yeah. So he, when, he was just there for a couple hours filling in. When daycare lady get back, she was like, "Oh shit, they they're somebody. Wet. Let me let me give you a backup clothes and." No, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's some so I'll she, probably shoot that bitch up. She ended up <laughs> she ended up taking a little nigga out to daycare. I would I would have to take somebody off the <laughs> earth. You feel me? Shout out to shooter McShoe, but I would shoot that bitch up. I mean, shit happens, man. Shit happens. Always trust vibes. Yeah, yeah, always trust yeah, vibes. yeah. Because they, they, they never lie. <laughs> I mean, you call them spirits. You can call them man. intuition, but like. Man. Nigga, read the room, read the vibe. Like if the shit don't feel right, I don't. It ain't right. And I'm not fucking around with like no shit with my kids. Like yeah. that's that's for me. That's like no nonsense type of shit. If my babies tell me something ain't right. Like yeah. I'm trusting that shit off rip. Yeah. Like I always tell women, like especially when I meet them, like they're like, oh, I want to meet your family. Well, first of all, like even before my parents had passed. Like, meeting my parents, to me, wasn't, like, the pinnacle because, like, you're not fucking my mom and my daddy. you fucking me. <laughs> and then the people that you're going to be around the most is me and my kids. So, like, I got a, my oldest daughter is about to turn 15. So, like, she she like my litmus test. Like, if she don't fuck with you, like, bitch, you ain't got no chance. Like, because, mm. like, she, she read people real well. And I love her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to always be her daddy. I might – this shit – that we doing might be for a, a few weeks, yeah, a few <laughs> few months. Like more than ninety percent of the time, this shit ain't gonna last. I mean, if she don't like you, <laughs> we just gonna speed up the process, and you just gonna get the fuck on. So that's wild. Um, story time with Dame. Story time with Dame. Be be sure you pop in on them babies at them daycare. Make sure they they treat them 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 babies bad. But now. With like cameras and shit, like you can log in and see if they like doing your baby wrong or some shit. It oh like, yeah, it's a whole nother. Like, yeah, game. it ain't like back in the day, like <laughs> where you just would have to trust some shit with technology. Now, like Damn. shit, you put a little camera on your little nigga and watch him all day <laughs> while you while you at work anyway. So, <laughs> um, so listen, man, uh, this week has been interesting. 
uh, today specifically. You know, when I asked y'all how y'all sound in the uh, in the mics, right? Uh, I was asking because I can't really, I, I can't hear out of one ear today. Why? You got uh, hit? I, Somebody punch you in the head? No, I would, <laughs> I would, I would shoot that bitch up. I don't, you know what I'm saying? But no, what if man, it was a woman? I said I shoot that bitch up. Like, oh, okay. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> jokes. I joke. I joke. I kid. I kid. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I woke up this morning and uh, fucking ear was clogged. You know what I'm saying? It you got like, an ear infection. Um, so mm. the last couple of days, well, like yesterday, I kind of woke up and shit. You know, it feel like you got to pop your shit, right? And then you know you do one of these a couple of times in the morning and shit, and this shit was all right. But I've been looking online and, and doing some deductive logic. Uh, I think my sinus is drained and your eyes, your nose, and your mouth and all that shit. You're going to have an ear infection. You better hurry up and get rid of that shit. Uh, I call. I, I can't get into the doctor's, my, my, my physician until Wednesday, man. Go to urgent care. I was thinking. That's what you should do. I was looking online. It was like, if it don't come back within two weeks, go to the doctor. I'm like, nigga, two weeks? Nigga, hour number two. I was on the phone like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this shit ain't. It's not. What you don't want is an ear infection as an adult because I had two back to back and then I had Bell's palsy because of the ear infection. Oh, man. And nigga, I woke up one day and my, half my face was just like drooping. I thought I had a stroke. Wow. When I went to urgent care, they was like, you been having any ear infections lately? I was like, yeah. So what had- did it feel like when you started having an ear infection? Did it feel like like what I just described? Yeah. Then it started hurting. And then it went away. Like, I followed some old home remedy to make yeah, the yeah. shit. Yeah, Because, you know, I was like, you know, steam, uh, water, peroxide, <laughs> yeah, all don't, type of don't, shit. Don't do that shit. Yeah. Just go get the antibiotic. I followed the home remedy twice. And then after the second one, like, I remember, like, I just started... F- not listening to my body, but like I just started feeling funny, and like when I was eating, it was felt like I could taste like metal or some shit. I remember you said oh, you saying man. something. Yeah, like but that. I was just like, oh, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna sleep it off. I'll be all right in the morning. Nigga, See? woke up, woke up the <laughs> next day, my shit drew. I'm I stayed the night with this chick, and I had like a toothbrush and some toothpaste over at her house. So I get up to go brush my teeth. I'm like, why the fuck can't I spit this shit out? Yeah. You know, cause nigga, cause half my face is like, yeah, man, d- down on my. Down in my chest. Around this time, about four years ago, I woke up looking like that on my wisdom teeth in the middle of the day. Just, I remember that. I remember that wisdom tooth like, shit, nigga. She was looking like, like somebody blew your mouth out. I still got the pictures. I'm gonna I'm a posting bitch on the throwback Thursday. We had started doing a podcast, then I remember that yeah. shit. Your your face was was swole as fuck. Yeah, that Friday night it was. I was like, man, I got a toothache and all the other shit. And then the next morning, I woke up. Woo. Yeah, I ain't never. Uh, yeah, why, man, why, ain't me, why ain't medical and dental included in health insurance? Why you got to pay separate for that shit? I don't know. That's the hustle. It should oh, be. Yeah, the same that's the, yeah, it should be, but it it ain't. That's the hustle. Because all I, that shit should be because they call both you niggas called doctors. Yeah, and that dental insurance don't cover shit. It'd be like two dollars a month. Like you know, this ain't going to nobody. Yeah, like, that, that dental insurance don't cover shit. Because if you really need something, it, covers it ain't covered. Cleaning, like bitch, I, I brush my teeth every day. That's what y'all, y'all do. An extra brushing twice a year. We we'll give you. Extra <laughs> but brushing. if I need a root canal, they want three k out of pocket. I definitely had a root canal before. I just talked to my homeboy. He uh, <clears throat> just moved back to the United States. He was um, serving in the military in Germany. Okay. He said. It's no such thing as health insurance, hmm. and it's no such thing as a credit score. Yeah, like all of that is American made. and they living good up over there in Germany. Yes, living fucking like, good. In the UK, they got they got a credit a credit rating system, but like 
it's only like a, a few and only only them American, you know, because the UK and them motherfuckers and us, we the same. They both evil and shit. Uh, but it's only, <laughs> right. it's, it's only a few motherfuckers who got like a credit rating system. Credit was created to hold to hold you back. To Everybody hold you else down. They, look at, they look at your debt to income ratio like, hey, can you afford this shit? Then we'll let you have it. But if not, like, yeah, we're not going to give it to you. It's not going to be like you can afford it, but. Because you twenty two and not forty two, we gonna charge a higher interest rate. Like that, that's not a it's that's stupid. Not like, like, it's not a thing. Another, it's places. discrimination. Yeah, 100%. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and then they said that. Uh, <clears throat> he also said that like if a single mother, uh, was working, they'll pay her bills for two years. Like if she has a baby, like, yeah. uh, and just all kind of stuff. He said everybody got a car, everybody get education. You take classes in high school to qualify for your college education and the education is not expensive it's just uh, we all the setup here, here. Like, <laughs> we backwards over here well, but, but that's that's how it should be like college college shouldn't put you in debt for the next 40 fucking years like i i never forget when my, my when my mother was alive and working i went to a retirement party for one of her friends this woman is retiring for 40 years working at the telephone company and she was also celebrating finally paying off her student loan debts <laughs> you've been out of college damn near 50 years wow. and she had just paid that shit off like that like shit why, a rip off why even pay it at this point you live in a house that you're going to live in for the rest of your life like you got your house, you got your car. Fuck that credit score. Yeah, Until death do us part. <laughs> you know they're gonna they, they'll take your taxes or some shit like that, man. man. You don't want you don't want uh you don't want Sally Mae hitting that tax refund. Nigga, I will be a lifetime student, one class. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can do that, <laughs> and it'll be an online class. Do you got to pass the class? You got to yeah, you got to get a passing grade, dog. You can't. You, just no, keep. if you enrolled in school, whether you flunked or not, you ain't gotta. They don't. When you ask for I don't know, forbearance or whatever the fuck they call that shit, they are gonna be like, okay. Um, I know you're in class, but what's your grade? No, no. But I, th- I think you got to hold like a reasonable GPA. You just can't be. Maybe to be enrolled in the school. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you got to do that at least to keep you, you keep you in is, the system, man. You just got to take a class with college accredited hours. That may not even be a no, full I think you got to be a uh, halftime. Halftime? I think you got to be halftime. I don't know how that shit work, but I ain't paying that shit. It's a hustle. <laughs> oh, it's a hustle. Or you can do this. Or you can uh, open up a business and uh, get a business line of credit um, and put that shit on your credit card and then file bankruptcy in your business. And close the LLC. And close that motherfucker. <laughs> that shit is off your personal shit. I don't know. The, fed, the feds want their money. They're yeah. going to they find a way to get you. Yeah. They're going to find a way to hook that debt onto you forever. Yeah, they getting paid on that debt from the credit card. Folks. Why don't you just try it? Try it and see if it works. I paid off my student loans a <laughs> long time ago. Niggas oh. mailed me a quarterback. In the mail, they mailed me a piece, a quarter taped to a piece of paper and said I overpaid. Wow, are you fucking serious? One hundred percent. I swear to God, niggas mailed me a, a quarter taped to a paper and and because I guess it was gonna be more expensive to to make a send check. a check. <laughs> Look how they do a it, quarter man. to a piece of paper. But they wouldn't accept their quarter from you. Hell, they wouldn't. Hell, hell no. <laughs> tape that shit to a piece of paper and <laughs> sent it out. Uh, all right, man. I wish I'd have been a nigga taping that quarter. <laughs> I, I have one question. Yeah. Uh, so when you caught Bell's palsy, uh, did is it curable? Yeah. I mean, my my face cool now, okay. but I mean, the shit take like it can take a few days to like a few weeks. Like I had the shit twice. The first time it was like a quick turnaround time, like three days, my face back straight. Okay. Second time the shit was like two weeks, yeah. and I'm thinking like, nigga, I'm gonna be. 
I'm gonna be stuck. Like, I mean, you can yeah. like they don't guarantee it's gonna come back. You can fuck around and be like Conway, and your shit just be yeah. I, I was thinking of Jim Ross, yeah, from, from wrestling, yeah, like, and your shit just be stuck like yeah. That. And, so, I'm, and I'm so, like, nigga, I'm still trying to get, get bitches. I, I, still need, I need to go to urgent <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Go to go to urgent care. Let them give you. I some, tell you what, it's some amoxicillin. It's it's been pretty. It's been pretty irritating all day though, because like you can hear you got it. an ear infection, bro. Um, you got one. But um, yeah, man, it's so. it's simple, man. It's just some amoxicillin. Take that shit three times a day. It's not the first time you took amoxicillin. You didn't had an infection before. Amoxicillin. Um, I think I I had some. What the fuck did I have? I think when I um, got when I, you. No, I ain't never had one of those. Um, oh, they gave me that when I had my uh, when I got my wisdom tea. Yeah, chlamydia. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's real uh, so listen, man. This week, uh, last couple of days for sure, have been um, we've been flooded with the uh, the official charges um, in the in the Brianna Taylor case. Um, also, matter of fact, before I say that, we do got a, we got a guest this week, man. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce you. Sure. Uh, well, I want you to introduce yourself rather, um, and then we'll, we'll we'll talk about our weekly topics and shit first. For sure. What up, dog? This violent content with VC written in parentheses. I'm a rap artist, content creator from Detroit. Uh, you know, you might have <clears throat> known some of my previous work as uh, being a videographer for the 50 Cent G Unit. This is 50.com. I um, also did some work for the Detroit Pistons, but I also like to wrap my butt off. So, you know, here kicking it with Shop Talk Podcast. Hey man, glad to have you. Shout glad out to Jay Johnson and Dane. I wish I had an epic intro like y'all. That was hard. <laughs> hey man, we, we should have prepared. Took, it, took, it, took, it took a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this four years in the making. This four years in the making. So, um, so how you how you feel about all? You know, I ain't surprised, man. It took what 150 days for him to even be uh even be prosecuted or whatnot. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. And like shit just, I don't want to say it cause it's overused, but like we, we say it all the time. Like black women are the most, uh, disrespected of, of any, any kind, any species. Like people really don't give a fuck about the, the feelings and the input and what black women bring to, to our lives. And I think we'll never appreciate them until like their fully extent. Like black women are everything. Mm. And it's, it's sad that other people, other, you know, even other black people don't realize like how much they mean to us. Yeah. Uh, what you think? Um, I don't really know how to process this. Like, you know, like, I, it, I'm see in my mind. I'm like it's something that I'm overlooking here. It can't be what it seems. Like yeah. it has to be something that I'm not seeing. Yeah. Like a black woman was sleep on her couch. They raided the wrong crib, and she was shot to death while she was sleeping on the couch. Then the police tried to interrogate the boyfriend and say that he either shot at the cops or sh- accidentally shot Brianna or one of the two, and. For them, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Nobody wants to go to jail. All right, fair enough. But for the prosecutor to indict the officers only on the bullets that missed yeah. people, but not the bullets that actually killed people, yeah, it just kind of seems like this thing where white people, and, you know, I don't use that loosely, 
I use that literally. It just kind of seemed like white people are just kind of like, um, well, it was an accident and we don't want our fine officers of the law to go to prison because that's going to look bad on our law enforcement and our, hey, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people need to be held accountable for their actions. Like, niggas deserve to go to jail. Exactly. They fucking deserve to go to jail. Just plain and simple. If you got, there's only one job in America where you can get away with murder, and that's being a fucking police officer. Exactly. You work anywhere else and you kill a motherfucker. You know, you, if <laughs> I was just in the hospital, you know what I'm saying, a few weeks ago, if my nurse would have came in and gave me the wrong medication. It happens every day. And I would have died. She would have been prosecuted, would have went to jail, would have lost her license. Didn't they just... Doctors, uh, unfortunately, doctors kill people every single day. And not even on no malpractice shit. No, just yeah. by mistake. Yeah. By mistake. And they don't get sued. And if you want if you want to kill somebody and not go to jail, you can be a doctor. Didn't they just get a, a man's... That uh, sounds bad. That's not... It, I don't mean it to be that way. It's malpractice insurance is what they have. That shit is... It may not even be malpractice. Like, I may not have... Like, it wasn't like malicious. We did something wrong. This shit didn't work for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this shit work on 90, 90% of the people. We give you the medicine. It didn't work on you and you died because of something, directly because of something that I did. You don't want to be the 1%. Yeah, and then they uh they just gave that dentist 12 to 18 years in prison for doing a dental procedure on this hoverboard. <laughs> Why would he do that? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, no, I guess he was trying to be cool on a viral video, but they really like punished him that's crazy so it's like first of all you come into the office on a hoverboard to see me my man the dentist was on the hoverboard no no that's what that's what i'm saying like you 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 roll into the office my nigga we ain't got shit to talk about so you get (laughs) off of this contraption what if you you knocked out you on the gas and that nigga come in on some bar simpson bartman shit like that's wild yeah man that's man but that's a lot of shit to your point man i think it is something that we missing and uh, I think you highlighted it. Um, it is not even a fault of anybody. Um, I'm, I, we talked about it on the show um, a few weeks back, and I touched on it a little bit on um, on this week in culture. Um, uh, and I'm gonna I'm use as much tact and and, and and compassion as possible, but like everything that we heard about the case or via social media. It didn't, it, it, it didn't even happen like that. Yeah, that's I like to see what both sides is. Yeah. So um so I'm listening to it's a podcast called The Daily by um the New York Times uh drop it, right? Comes on every day, it's 30 minutes. Uh they talk about different shit. About a week or so ago, maybe even two weeks, they did a part one, the killing of Breonna Taylor, and part two, the killing of Breonna Taylor. And it kind of just went by and explain like how all this shit happened, right? So I want to take everybody like on a little a little story. Yeah, enlighten me. Yeah. Right. So outside of Brian Taylor shit, like in 2019, there was a viral video that went a little a Louisville kid, it's like 18, 17, 18 years old, high school senior, borrowed his mother's car, and uh he just went to go get a slushy. Police pulled him over for a wide turn and they was trying to put him in cuffs the whole nine yards he was on the phone with his mom so his mom pulled up came over there and people took their cameras out and it was a big thing she was like no give him his ticket let him go y'all can't be doing this to us and so the cop was trying to explain to her like yo let me just talk to you this is what's going on like 
this area, and apparently he's on a task force. So this general area, this part of the city is high in crime. So the police got this task force. And they, you go out there, you get people for tracking violations, and then you search their car for weapons and drugs and for violent crimes. And it, it, it created like a pain point for trust between the police and the uh, and, uh, citizens, right? Mm-hmm. So the police department went to this college. I can't think of college of right now, but they got this professor. She came through and looked at shit. She was like, y'all doing this shit wrong. Yeah. Like you can't attack like a whole city and throw all these people. That's not how you do it. You got to be more specific. There's discrimination. You got to be, you got to, you got to look at the area. That's the biggest area and find which corner store does all the the violence happen. Is it an apartment building or such and such? Like that's what you got to do. You can't, you got to, don't cast a wide net. You got to be more specific. So they took her advice. They found a particular street. And like, this is where most of the shit happens at. And they put up um, a camera. You know how they got the cameras in neighborhoods on the top of the poles. They put up that camera. And within two hours, they videotaped 20 cars going to a particular spot, doing their hands off and getting their drug uh, shit off. Right. Turns out it's Breonna Taylor's ex-boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah. It's her ex-boyfriend, right? He was uh handing out the drugs or he's picking up? Apparently, he got four spots on his block. Oh, he's the man. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, that's not the first run in. So, unfortunately, him, I think his name is, uh, let me go ahead and look. Um, I wrote it down. Uh, LaMarcus Glover. So, that's the ex-boyfriend, right? Okay. Um. I guess one time, Brianna had rented a... a, a um, a car. She gave him the keys to the car. He gave the keys to one of his homeboys. Homeboy get murdered in the car. Whoa. He get murdered in the car. They find some drugs and shit in there. Whatever, right? Wow. This was like 2017. So they had audio of him and her being interrogated. You know what I'm saying? About Brianna Taylor? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why have we not heard any of yeah. this? She didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. and she didn't know that she, her boyfriend was giving a car to somebody. Right. The boyfriend allegedly didn't know that he clearly didn't know my man was about to die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They was they ran together. They 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 stuffed together, whatever. So right. that was the first time she had a run in with the authority, so to speak, right? So when the surveillance shit get up, they find out, oh, there's four different spots that my man running on the same block, on the same like two blocks or so. And one of the, the car he pulls up in that they they watching. Is registered to Breonna Taylor. So that's how they got her name in the first place mm. and start looking at her spot. She still ain't did nothing wrong. Like she don't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong. So they end up uh, watching him and watching her spot. They actually put a GPS on his car and he didn't even know it. And they were like, damn, he goes over here all Every the time. Every night. <laughs> so they watched, allegedly watched him, was on cape and cameras and shit pick up a package from there and then they follow him to the to the to the trap and dropped it off right they've also seen them two get in the car together go to the trap he go in the house he come back out and they both drive off together right so the investigation they had got all this information up so they was ready to say we about to hit all these houses but hit all the spots mm. we need to get all this information right they're not looking for her right per se but they think that this spot is one of the spots where Definitely. he either he either holds something or whatever. They also got 
recordings of him saying that he got like $14,000 at her house somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I've listened to the recordings via this, whatever. Wow. So they go in there. So the narrative of they went to the wrong house by mistake, that's not. That's a lie. That's not true, right? See? So I do want to play this one clip from this uh, from this pod because it gives some more information and then we can have a a deeper discussion um, about this. And this is um, the voice of one of the officers that went in and one of the one got shot. And this is Brianna Taylor's current boyfriend who was actually on here. So the current boyfriend isn't the ex-boyfriend that had the spots. No. Oh, okay. But. So it also explains like she was dating both of them for like four years on and off again. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So she had just cut the old boyfriend off like two months prior to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But this is once this play, then we want to have a I want to have a deeper discussion. John Mattingly. And the recorded statement from the officer who led the approach to Brianna Taylor's apartment. Sergeant, are you aware this statement is being video and audio taped? Yes. John Mattingly. How long have you been on the department? Since June of 2000. At around 1240 a.m., both Kenny and Mattingly say that it all started with a knock on Brianna Taylor's door. Uh, when we all got up in line, I knocked on the door. There was a loud bang at the door. Banged on the door. She pops up out of sleep and scared her to death. Both say they didn't hear any response through the door. First thing she said, who is it? No response. There was a second knock. Banged on it again, no response. Another knock at the door. She's like, who is it? Loud at the top of her lungs. No response. Mattingly says that after their third knock. At that point, we started announcing ourselves, please, please come to the door. Please, we have a search warrant. They began loudly announcing themselves, screaming, police, police, police. There's another knock at the door. She's yelling at the top of her lungs, and I am too at this point. Who is it? But Kenny says... No response. All they heard was the knocking. They never heard any voices. No answer, no anything. So we like, what the heck? And at this point... I'm scared to death. They're both frightened. Now we're getting out putting on clothes. And in the confusion that happened... Kenny puts on Brianna's pants. That's how scared and startled they both were. I was honestly thinking it was because we've been on and off together. Kenny says to investigators later that what he thought was going on is that the person at the door was Brianna's ex-boyfriend. So it was a guy that she was messing with or whatever throughout that time, you know. He never names the ex-boyfriend. But officials say that his description makes clear that he's referring to Demarcus Glover. And he popped up over there once before while I was there, like a couple months ago. So that's what I thought was going on. And that's why he says that he reaches for his gun. Mm. So then I grab my gun, which is legal, like I'm licensed to carry everything. I've never even fired my gun outside of a range. And he and Brianna, who are now barefoot but partially dressed, begin to walk outside of their bedroom. We start walking towards the door to go see who it is. On the other side of the door... We kept banging and announcing. Mattingly and other officers say that at this point they were banging very loudly and with every beat they were screaming, Police! Police! Police announce yourself! Police search warrant! I probably banged on the door six or seven different time periods. Probably lasted between 45 seconds and a minute. Mattingly says that at this point, they feel that they've given Brianna Taylor plenty of time to come to the door. And at that point, Lieutenant Hoover said, go ahead and hit it. So I looked at Mike and said, go ahead. And at this point, they decide that they're going to ram in the door. 
first time and it hits right on the door handle. There's a man who is armed with a battering ram. He hits the door once. Didn't move the door. They hit it a second time. Second time he hits, it almost knocks the door open and I could see a crack in the door into the, leading into the apartment. So I said, uh, this one's gonna go. And then finally they punch it through. So he hit the third time and as soon as he hit the door, came out and they're yelling, please search warrant, please search warrant. As soon as I cleared the threshold of the front door, I could see down the hallway, there's a bedroom door on the right, and there's a male and a female. Now, this is important. Officer Mattingly claims that as they beat down the door, he steps into the apartment through the threshold, and he's able to see down a long hallway. This is a hallway that's roughly 25 to maybe 30 feet long, and immediately what he sees are two human Figures. And as I turned the, the doorway, he's in a stretched out position with his hands with a gun. And as his eyes are adjusting, he suddenly realizes that the male figure is standing with his hands facing forward. And in his hands are what looks to be a gun. And as soon as I clear, he fires. Boom. Now, in Kenny's telling, Kenny and Brianna are walking side by side. They've just left the bedroom. They've stepped not even a couple of feet into the hallway. Then the door, like, comes, like, off the hinges. The door comes flying off the hinges. It's happening fast, like it was like an explosion. And immediately... As it flew open... He aims his gun, and he shot right away. I just let off one shot. He says, I go boom. Boom. It was all in, like, one motion. Mm -hmm. It was, like, simultaneous. Like, boom, boom. Then all of a sudden, there's a whole lot of shots. As soon as a shot, and so I just returned fire. I got four rounds off. Mattingly says that he lets off immediately. And it was like simultaneous. It's boom, 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 boom. Four shots. I slid back on my butt to get out of the line of fire and then reached around. And I think I got two more off around the corner of the door. And then two shots after that. And then I could really feel the blood in my leg. So I reached out and felt it. And my hand was full of blood. And I yelled at them, I've been hitting my femoral. He's been hit artery. This is one of the major arteries in your body. Um, it's a very... All right, so I, I, um, I'll stop it right Ooh. there. So look, um, after the cop, you know, he gets shot in his little... He got shot in the leg or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And um, they was calling for an ambulance to come because my old boy got shot. The ambulance actually comes to the apartment, but they go to the wrong gate and they stuck at a gate. And they like, yo, ram the gate. Just get here. Just get here. They couldn't get through. So they put the nigga who been shot um, on the back of a car, on the back of the trunk of the car, and they drive him to to the ambulance so he can um so he can get, you know, stitched up or whatever, so he don't die and shit. Because the femoral artery, that's a You bleed. He's gonna bleed out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, during this, so that's like that's after the little firefight. During this, another nigga, the nigga who got charged, he comes outside, runs around to the side, and starts shooting. Like through the window and through her bedroom, you know what I'm saying? Wait, so the it was, cop? Yeah, so it was three of them, right? One with the battering ram, um, and and two who would have who went to the enter and shit. So one of them got shot. They took him over, got him medical attention. They came back and he started busting. Oh, uh, idiot! Yeah, so he started busting right now. He the one who got charged for shooting through the neighbor's windows and shit like that because the window was closed. Oh, you idiot. You can't see him. Now, 
couple things that how it was explained to us. It was explained that cops accidentally went to the wrong house. That's not the case. She wasn't asleep. She wasn't asleep in her bed. She was up, right? Um, I understand the outrage because he wants somebody to be responsible for this shit, right? But the reason that the officer who they did ballistics because initially it was like, yo, um, the officer didn't get shot by Breonna Taylor's boyfriend. He probably got shot by friendly fire because y'all shot so many bullets. Mm. Well, he got shot with a nine millimeter. Breonna Taylor's boyfriend had the nine millimeter. He said, I shot the nigga. So that's mm. not even the thing. And they all had shooting 40. You know what I'm saying? And they did ballistics on all the bullets. The bullets that actually took Brianna's life came from the initial officer who kicked the door, who knocked the door in, who got shot first. And mm. when he said, I, I hit, I left four shots off and then did a couple around the corner. He didn't get charged with murder because once y'all, you shot me, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I can, yeah. I can shoot back. Now, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, he's not wrong for shooting because mm. he don't know what the fuck is going on. Exactly. But you can't charge that man with murder because he was returning fire because somebody shot me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, the only nigga that you can charge is the motherfucker who, who came, came out there and, the and started busting at like the fucking window. By. You mad that your man got shot? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so you're trying to just shoot through. But his bullets weren't the ones that killed Breonna Taylor. Because mm. ballistic, like one, where she would have been at, she would on the ground or whatever, them bullets is not hitting her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they know how many times she got hit. Like them, bullet, them bullets didn't hit her. My issue is and I'm not assigning blame at all, right? I just find it Also, in this same podcast, the boyfriend said that when the bullets started shooting back, he dropped down to all fours and crawled into the next room. Mm. I got an issue with that, though, because you let off a shot, your girl got caught in a crossfire, and you went for cover. Like he said that out of his, his own mouth. He got on all fours and he crawled to the next room. It's so much misinformation out there. And that's from his mouth. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like this whole, yo, they went in on a no, not one. No, they was out there beating and banging. And I think both of them were telling the truth. Now they in the bedroom saying, who is it? Who is it? Down a 30 foot hallway. And they on the other side of the door saying, police, police. If they were seeing who is it, I think both of them was telling the truth. Mm. I can't hear you from inside your bedroom yelling around the corner saying, who is it? Who is it? And y'all 30, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't I don't think that it, they clearly didn't hear each other. Mm. Now, afterwards, it's some police cover-up shit going on. Um, they forging different shit. That's a whole other thing that niggas need to get charged for. Corruption. But specifically... Yeah, corruption. The whole thing of, yo, charge the, the, the people who killed the, these four officers or whatever. Two of them niggas didn't have anything to do with the investigation going in. Like, they got there tonight. Like, yo, we got a raid. Here go the apartment. This is the yeah. scenario. Them niggas at work. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that, them niggas literally just at work. And all this shit goes down. Now, two of the other, two of the dudes, y'all are familiar, more familiar with the investigation, the whole nine yards. But my issue is how it was presented to us and our reactions to it are two totally different things. It's mis it's so much misinformation going on. And then like, uh, you know, 
the I don't know if we supposed to be the left or the right. Are we the right? Are we the left? We the left. The left, CNN and stuff, they're showing this support for black. You know, it's popular to support Black Lives Matter now for, for corporations and white people. So everybody's doing it, but they're not really supporting us for real. They're just adding fuel to the fire. Like we understand your outrage, but it's like it's so much misinformation. I heard that Breonna Taylor was asleep. I heard that it was uh, they raided the wrong house. I heard yeah. that she got shot in her sleep. Yeah. I heard that the boyfriend was framed for shooting the cops and yeah. he didn't shoot them. And like none of that was true. And, and, and we're not saying they're that. They're feeding us the information they want us to know. Exactly. And then you get riled up. But I'm And not, that's why I said, am I missing something? I feel like I'm missing yes. something. That's all I kept saying. And now I see what I was missing. Nah. The truth. The <laughs> truth. Now, this don't make this don't make it less tragic, right? And it's like, and I don't even it's not even about assigning blame, but like sometimes it's not like, yo, is the boyfriend at fault? Is the cop at fault? Sometimes it's not a at fault. It is a a situation in a set of circumstances, and this is what and happened. And it went left. You know what I'm saying? Because I think completely understand at that particular moment when the shooting start, I think both of them people was thought they was right. Mm. I don't want to die after defend myself. Now, he said he thought it was, he didn't think it was the police for sure. He thought it was the ex-boyfriend. Mm. So he grabbed his gun. I'd be wondering, like, yo, if you think your life in danger, why you only shoot one time? Mm. Let that motherfucker off. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think niggas try if niggas about to bust in here and kill me, I'm letting that motherfucker off. Well, he did say that he never fired his gun outside of a range, so he probably first time shooter, like, you know, scared a little bit, hesitant. I want to know how shots start, you shoot, shots start coming back, and you not, you don't get hit. Only she get hit. Yeah, that is weird. He said they was walking side by side. But if you thought that it was the boy ex-boyfriend at the door, she probably was in front of you. And you probably let off. And when they shot back, she got hit. You dropped to your knees, according to his own words, and crawled, in and crawled into the the other room. <laughs> that makes Get sense. Out the line of fire, yeah, that makes sense. But you can't be the man in the house and trying to protect. Yeah. If the lady, like, no, you if if that's the, the case, if I didn't grab the gun, you stay in the room. I'll take care of this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really fucked up. Yeah. And right now. Uh, Charles Barkley, who I don't like. None uh, of us do. Um, he getting dragged because he was like, "Yo, we can't act like this the same scenario as Amar Aubrey and George Floyd, and it's not the same scenario. It right. don't mean it's not fucked up. Mm-hmm. But like, I know specifically why this shooting happened. The the police started shooting because one of them niggas got shot. Yeah, the shooter, his the, uh, he said I shot first. Mm-hmm. As soon as the door opened, I let one off. Like that's we know specifically now. You can't convince me it was okay for you to put your knee on somebody's neck for eight minutes. Right. You can't convince <laughs> me that I, I can't see how that makes sense. Yeah. It don't make sense to me if you see somebody running down the street and you and your dad get in their truck, go go chase him down, mm. and y'all shoot a man in the street. Like it, I'm not saying that these situations are okay, but it is a different situation. Like Very different. they don't go in the same category. Yeah. It don't mean, yo, we okay with her dying. Because no, we're we not. I wish she would. Like, come on, man. Yeah. If it's two people who failed her, it's the ex-boyfriend for putting her in a position where they was even investigating her house. Yeah. And the other boyfriend. Moving sloppy. For shooting, 
first and not protecting your queen. Like, how are you going to be the man of the household and let off shots at the front door and you got her in front or even to the side of you? No, you get behind me. Yeah, get behind me. Go, yeah. go in the room. Like, stay in the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me go see what's, or, what's the knock in the middle of the night. Yeah, that or send, send her to the door to see who it is before it got to excessive banging. Also, he don't live there. Right. She lived there with her little sister and sometimes her goddaughter would be there. He lived around the corner. The only reason they they went on a date that night, they came home, had ice cream and cookies and I'm shit. I'm gonna stay the night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they stayed, he stayed the night over there. You know what I'm saying? So like it's a really tragic situation because they had a great fucking night. She was on her shit, like, yo, I'm not fucking with the old nigga no more. Finally cut him <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Yeah, yeah. Like y'all coming for everything. Yeah, happy. Man. She happy to be in her shit. And while they came home and they making cookies and eating ice cream, the police outside sir surveying the area yeah. she don't know it's about to be it right and it's not that they were looking for someone per se it's that nigga i know you got four four spots and we think this is where your stash at we think this is where you hold the money at we think that's where you hold the drugs at so him being in jail in custody already it don't fucking matter you can be in jail and we still gonna raid your spots yeah because you're not the only like, it's, a, it's a business. You're not yeah. the only nigga working. Yeah. Mm. But the narrative that we run it with, it makes us seem as if we care about it online and we care about it on the emotional side, but we're not doing any kind of fact checking to find out what's really going on with this situation. And I more so think it's an agenda, man. Like, I don't mean to <clears throat> go way over go ahead. to no, the no, left. Go ahead. Go ahead. I really think that me. There, it's an agenda to paint police in a really bad light right now. And I, it's an agenda to get black people. Why does white people and corporations care all of a sudden? They have never cared in 400 years. Just a popular thing to do right now. White cop shot a. Why though? White cop shot a 13 year old white kid this week on some, on why he was running away and shit. I keep saying that shit retweeted. I'm like, all right, white folks, here go y'all chance. <laughs> it ain't it ain't our it ain't my fault that we we stand it up for when, when the police yeah. kill us. Like they killing y'all too. Say something. Why is our Black Lives Matter? Nigga, speak up for your people. Yeah. What you? <laughs> my bad. We got better promotion than you. Like what you want to do? <laughs> better speak up. And it's almost kind of like the agenda is to get rid of. Uh, the police forces in America and replace it with something else. Yeah. Us policing ourselves or uh-uh. them policing I'm martial law, military kind of. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, you, I could be wrong though. I don't think that you're wrong. Cause we see like in Louisville where they bought the military in like this, Listen, this is optimum time for that. And I'm it's gonna, right before the election. I'm yeah. gonna tell you, you, put, this. you put the military force in place. Right before the election, we always talk about every week like Trump just ain't gonna walk out. I said that last week, and then we then it proved me wrong. I told I told this nigga last week that if Trump lose, he's not leaving office. And then this week, all that shit come out. And then he said, "I'm gonna negotiate four years, and then another four years after that." What? Who is this guy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> who's man? He a clown. He a fucking clown. <laughs> Look, somebody said this, right? I want y'all to know, what do y'all think about this statement? It says, we're talking about the organization, not the sentence, not the phrase, because black lives will always matter, right? They said, Black Lives Matter is an organization of white men using the faces of dead black people 
to raise millions of dollars toward electing white Democrats into positions of power. It is the most flagrantly racist organization in America. Billions raised and not a single dollar given to black schools, black scholarships, black neighborhoods or black initiatives. Not a single office location or company organization chart to speak of. But they use black entertainers and athletes to promote it. It's so fake. That was accurate. Uh, I want you to screenshot that and post that on Instagram. That was the most accurate description I could have I mean, here I, about I don't, that. I don't see no holes in that statement. I'm going to tell you who said it then. Candace oh. Owens. Uh, wow. I mean, now, do even a broken- Candace and Kanye are not as brainwashed as everybody think they are. Look, a broken clock still right two times a day. Now, I'm not a fan of Candace. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Me neither. some of the shit she said make 100% sense, and some mm. of the shit I just don't agree with at all. Like, mm. you, you, I seem like you lost touch. You're hating. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, like, sometimes that shit, shit makes perfect sense, though. You ever been to their website? Yeah. Where, where is it a Black Lives Matter? Uh, Office or a building? Mm. Nowhere. And they said some white billionaire owns the, the yeah. rights to black lives. But all I'm saying is this. Man. So right now, we are very upset and we're very emotional. And I think we should be. And we want somebody to be held responsible for this. And it looks like that the police are getting away with another one. And we, the, the attorney general is black and he's been called a coon all week <laughs> because he married a white woman all the whole nine yards. So look at it this way, though. Nigga, everybody can be off on this shit. The only person who can get ch- to get charged, I charge the nigga. Yeah. Because, like, the police officers who, the bu- via ballistics, who actually fired the shots that that that, that took her life, had a legal re- reason to, sh- to fire the shots. I, I agree, man. I, I, I don't like I don't... it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I'm not happy that a, a, a woman's life is lost. Yeah. But like the only person who when everything could, add up. It's unfortunate, not unlawful. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the perfect way of saying it. So and people it, like, yo, we want them to be charged with murder. If you charge them with murder, they going they they not getting convicted. Some didn't seem right. Like and it's like, you know, you see those, hey, today would be a great day to arrest the cops who murdered Brianna Taylor. And I never shared it because something just didn't felt like a, a marketing. Yeah. yeah, I don't like, like people using black death as promotion and marketing tools. Because what what happens when this goes around? It say this is why we got to vote. What you got right there? <sighs> <laughs> Be proud of it. That was, uh, that, was a hell, that was a hell of a segue for you. <laughs> but you mentioned it, right? Uh, this is a website here. You guys can have yeah. these called cool. protestandinvest.com. Okay. Uh, built by myself. Um, ta- ta- uh, I got a partner named Taven Loren. Um, we came together and we put this together after creating a song called Nothing But a Hobby, which addressed police brutality. Yeah. So on this website, we organize links <clears throat> that you can go to to help black people take more ownership over their communities, themselves yes. and their country. So there's a link where you can register to vote. There's a link where you can start your own LLC and file your EIN. Um, you know, uh, there's a link where you could buy abandoned property in Detroit mm. for $500 to $1,500. And then there is a link where you can donate to the families of a Breonna Taylor or um, a George Floyd or uh, and we even have a link to the Black Lives Matter site that has sub links to yeah. where 
uh, like how they had the riots and black businesses was getting yep, burnt yep. down, all those businesses are listed, and you can donate straight to those people's GoFundMe to help them, you know, this uh, is extremely renovate dope. their business. Yeah. Um, it had this big vote thing on there, which is why it maybe uh, caught my eye. But like after they start using like the black murder and death, it say go vote. Here's some stickers. As oh, if, oh, thank you. As if you can't not, prepare with everything. Bro. That's what you, you got to be. As if when you go vote, that means your problems are fixed. Right. Because Man. we've been. Oh, sorry. I don't. I'm not anti-vote. Right. The yeah. niggas think I'm anti-vote. I'm not. <laughs> the voting's just not enough. Like it's so not. I just want everybody to be realistic because when there was a Republican office, police was killing niggas. When there was a Democratic office, police was killing niggas. Mm-hmm. Racism and police brutality are bipartisan. And black Barack Obama we got ain't this, doing nothing. We got this 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 idea in our head that Democrat good, Republican bad. Nigga, they <laughs> equally don't fuck with us. Yeah. Like equally, they don't fuck with us. Yeah. So like, don't be like, well, that's see, that's why we got to go out and vote. Well, guess who got a Democratic governor? Kentucky. Mm. Guess who got a Democratic mayor? Louisville. So like, he just oh fuck it, we got to get the Republicans out. Well, them niggas already they they already it's a a, a city and a state that's Republic. I mean, that's Democratic ran. Yeah. That can't be the the official end all be all. But when you don't have anything else to say. You want to throw out a platitude? Well, see, that's why we got to vote. Yeah. Get forty-five out of office. This wouldn't be happening. The motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I, I, Joe Biden' whole spiel look fake to me. Like I was uh, working on some music and printing some T-shirts last night, <clears throat> so I had uh, you know one screen had YouTube on there, and I'm just playing music videos. And every commercial was this fake barbershop discussion of black dudes in their forties with bald heads. Why are you in a barbershop having a discussion? They call it shop talk too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, did they? Yeah, yeah they did. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bro, this commercial came on every five minutes. I'm like, would this go off? And they were just having discussions like. They want you to relate to it. Yeah. And they everything like is so us. fake. The the background music that they put in these videos, they're like the worst hip hop beats I've ever heard in my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and then the people. It's kind of like, yeah, Trump is a racist. So my boy uh, J12 always say this, 90, 90% truth and 10% lie is 100% lie. Then he says 99.9% truth and 1% lie is 100% lie. That's so true. <laughs> you got these people, uh, the Joe Biden campaign is Trump is a racist. Trump is bad. That's true. But. They try to Joe Biden is not Joe Biden. That means because Trump is, that means Joe Biden not. Right. And that's not the case. The best place to hide the lie is in between two truths. Mm. That's what happened with this Breonna Taylor shit. This will happen. <laughs> well, the, the narrative around it. Yeah. What happened with it is tragic and what it is. Yeah. But the narrative that people use to push certain agendas, they give you a truth, slide the lie in, mm. to give you another truth. Yo, this nigga spitting. And you'll go look up one or two. Like, nigga, he was. No, the best place to hide the lies in between two truths. Mm. And the end of the conversation can't just be, well, let's just go out and vote. Fine, fuck it. We get Trump out of office. Your problems do not change. Yeah. We got to protest and invest. Like, voting is just. I don't even believe in the protesting portion of it because niggas been marching and yeah. singing We Shall Overcome way before I was born. <laughs> and, like, shit still fucked up. Yeah, and that's why we did that. And invest because 
you can't just stop at protests. Uh, my professor, Ronald Woods at Eastern Michigan University, he said you could spend, I, I was saying I don't want to sell out by, you know, teaming up with these corporations. He said you could spend 75 years protesting outside the building and get a few results or you can go inside the building and make changes from the inside. Yeah. So that always stuck with me. So it's like, I like the financial part. I always thought that was kind of superficial. Like, yeah, let's just get a bunch of money. But it worked. Look at what Master P doing. Look at what Jay-Z and Meek Mill is doing. Look at what Kanye and Kim Kardashian is doing. Like, their money is literally having Kanye in Trump's office hugging them but getting some results. And you know what I'm saying? They're getting people free from prison and building these prison reforms and stuff. So, uh, you know, the Bible say money is an answer. People say money is the root of all evil. They say, no, nah, it's the love, the love of money, money is the root of all evil. That's money like, is an answer. That's that, another verse that's that's yeah. like the money the, answer uh, all the most misquoted verses in the <laughs> Bible. <laughs> money, no, it's the love of money is yeah. the root of all evil. Yeah. yeah. And you could use it for good or for evil. Facts. So if we buy up all this abandoned property in our hoods and uh <clears throat> it's a dude, I for, uh forgot his name um global empowerment ministries he mm -hmm. teaches black people how to start their own businesses and get their products in walmart and stuff mm. and uh he was saying that um you want you want the cops uh to stop getting acquitted of murder uh lobby you the prosecutors you want in office he said you want to bring prayer back in schools buy the schools and set you know set up your own school systems like he was going he's like the jews do it why we won't do it yeah, like that's that's so, right <laughs> so his whole agenda is to get black people to create their own products and get them in walmart target stuff yeah get the money and fix up our community reinvest man i'll be honest with you man i think that a lot of people that i've been noticing this week um say go out and vote and they they make all this fuss or whatever i think they say it because that's what you're supposed to say and yeah. you have you literally don't know what else are you gonna say right like you don't have another answer so, well fuck it, let's go out there and vote we got to mm. get 45 out of there then what though it does voting even really for real work like it the 2000 election with george bush like you know what i'm saying when he like, lost the popular vote but still won the election yeah and then they did the legal recount or like Trump ain't leaving his office this time. Even if even if he get outvoted, he not gonna he not gonna leave the office <laughs> because he's already said he already put the seeds of voter suppression, and mm. he think the ballots he gonna challenge whatever he gonna do. He's gonna challenge it, right? Mm. So, um, even when the electoral college put their votes in, any of them swing states, um, they gotta like ratify. I don't know if that's the right word by a certain date, and sometime in December. And if they don't, then it goes to like the House of Representatives or whatever. And then they have to have another vote. And it's gonna go to the Supreme Court, the whole nine yards, they're gonna be like, yo, he can, he can, um, he can contest the vote. You know what I'm saying? And then ultimately it's gonna be the Electoral College, a couple months down the line, who's gonna vote without the swing states that there were Michigan, yeah, um, where it really count. A bunch of different spots. And he gonna fucking win without winning. And it's so bad. I was watching Fahrenheit 9-11. Al Gore, he was running against Bush, but he also had the political chair of, what was that? Like, I can't think. I've, I've seen Fahrenheit 9-11 a few times. Something. And he actually had to tell people, um, like, yeah, th no, that's not enough evidence to uh, say that the election was rigged. So I have to overrule your complaint. 
and he's the one running against the guy. And he's telling all the senators, no, we can't prove that Bush cheated. So he remains as president. And I'm the one running. <laughs> it's just so crazy how this is set up, man. But look, man. History this repeating is, itself. This shit is wild. Yeah. Um, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. Um, just because the story that was presented to us wasn't 100% accurate, it don't mean that the situation is any less tragic. Tragic. Mm. Mm. It don't mean just because I understand why the police officer shot back because the the, the boyfriend shot. Um, it don't mean that I'm happy with that result. I wish it would have never happened. But legally, you can't charge him with that. And it's not because legally you can't charge him with that. Like I, I agree. Self-defense. You know so, like, it's fucked up. That don't mean that the boyfriend was wrong, mm. per se, under the law for shooting. I would just like for all my fellas out there, if you're going to grab the gun and go and for the bump in the night, then you let your lady stay, stay where she's at mm-hmm. and you actually be the man who goes out there and finds out what's going on. Mm. We, I mean, I told this story on this uh, podcast um, before police then came to my door and I did not know that there was police. And I thought to myself, I should shoot through the door before they come in here and get me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, what did I do? I actually called the police to verify if it was actually police at my door and they was like, yeah, nigga, open the door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but like, because you to shot through the door, it'd have been a whole different story. It'd have been this exact same situation. Like I've been there. You know what I'm saying? If y'all didn't listen to the pod for a while, like I've been in this same situation and it was a SWAT team. I was going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I was going to And I'd have been a hashtag, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I was going to lose. And that's why they need to have better, man, the use of lethal force. There could be other forces used in lethal force, man, like, and uh, protocols They are. They're using raids. everybody else that's not a person of color. Non-lethal yeah. force is used man, for everybody else. video? Yeah. Uh, these two white cops pulled over this white dude, right? Suspended license, a whole bunch of shit. They going to ask him. They was in, um, in Tulsa. They like, yo, get out the car. We're taking you to jail. Like, well, I'm not gone. Come on, man. Let me go. He going through back and we was like, get out of the car. He, he he ordered that man out of the car 42 times. Still didn't get out the car. He said, I'm going to tase you. I'm going to tase you. I'm going to tase you. Went through this shit back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Finally, they start bringing my man out the car. You know this white motherfucker shot and killed one of the officers? He shot, yeah, he shot both of them. One of them got, just got shot. The other one got killed. Oh, I saw that. Like, white officer. Why don't white crime? Uh, two white, uh, two white cops and a white person. But it was interesting because the level of aggression that would have been like I don't get forty sometimes to get told to take out the car. I'm gonna tase you. I'm gonna tase you. I'm gonna tase you. You don't even get one time. Y'all sometimes. get out the car. <laughs> but your, your defenses were let down because he seems Non-threat. like he my kid. I guess on the white side, all skin folk ain't your kin folk. Yeah, and that's not even funny. But like that's what it seemed like. You know it's, what I'm it's saying? It's safe. It's safe. That shit was horrible though. I ain't never had no police officer tell me forty two times nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I, I, I got flicked on a suspended license hella times. I, somebody I don't know who <laughs> sent it, but somebody sent me the video on on Instagram. Um, I went in later and tried to find it on YouTube, but the, the video I saw because it showed the whole thing. Um, I feel bad for them two officers because one of them died and the other one got shot up pretty bad. Mm. Shouldn't you be defending yourself at all times? Shouldn't your guard be up at all times? You can't. I feel bad, but I mean. So that so then that puts you in a different state. So now when you pull me over, the, the cop seemed like he on edge because he on edge. Because I thought this was a routine traffic stop. 
But last week, my man just got killed. Treated the same. You know what I'm saying? Treated the same. So that's why niggas be on both. Now we both on edge. I'm on edge because y'all be killing black folks. You on edge man, because I got anxiety somebody killed when you. I see the police. Shit. Anxiety. 100%. Yeah, man. That anxiety is real. And it's intimidating. I got pulled over in Ann Arbor and Dearborn back to back days about two weeks ago. And it's Where'd very intimidating. Uh, 2002 Saturn. Okay. And I had uh, went down a street that was blocked off, so I reversed out. And that's a no-no in Ann Arbor. Yeah, I guess yeah. they was like, yo, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then Dearborn, somebody, uh, my boy, he he hopped in the whip with me. And I was just playing him a few songs, and we got the police called. They whooped right up. We wasn't even in the car five minutes. They whooped right up on us like, yeah, we got to complain about loud music. Yeah, I bet. And it's like two cars that swerved and blocked us in and stuff. I'm like, man, this is like ridiculous, man. Like, It's intimidating. I've never seen a police protect anybody or serve anybody. Like, They just kind of criminalize us. It's horrible, man. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about yourself, though, man. Um, what would you describe yourself at? Um, First, because that's most important. I want to I want to say uh, lyricist, rap artist, but I do think there are other sides to me that people have been trying to point out. Um, uh, creative genius, if you say. Hope talk that talk. Talk that talk. Yeah, like that to, to not Walt sound Disney. narcissistic, but I, I believe like a creative genius. And it's like everything that I do, I want it to have some type of public service or initiative behind it. Okay. Like, again, this protest and invest, this came from a rap song. And I did the first 12 bars. And then I had four more bars to go and didn't know what to say. And I just started spitting what we need to do. And it just came out. So naturally and i'm like oh let's make a website so uh i had another song like not stress and that song we was using that to pay people water bills in flint okay so you know everything that i want to do i wanted to address a social issue and also provide solutions to social issues in the community gotcha um growing up i didn't really have much money i didn't really have much support so i had to learn everything uh how to make a beat <clears throat> how to work uh powerpoint photoshop how to build a website so when i got to college i started a company called vc beats multimedia llc and uh, i just just like recording events and stuff on campus and uh my boy woody who's a q um he brought young jock to the stroll off one day and i interviewed him and that kind of gave me like a platform after that because it had performed so well so from that um I just kind of like seeing like, okay, this is kind of like a content creation kind of yeah. platform that I'm building. You know what I'm saying? So I really don't know how to describe it or put myself in a box or category. I, yeah. I, it's hard to. Well, we'll go through your whole story, man. Where, where you where you from? I'm from Detroit, West Side. All right. Say what it again. Say it again. <laughs> what neighborhood on the West Side? Finkel. Finkel. Yeah, 4-1. Okay. 4-1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, PA. You know PA. Okay. Yeah. Home of the Brave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what high school you went to? I went to, um, well, first I went to um, Rufford. That didn't last long. Then I went to. That's uh, a story behind it. Yeah. yeah. I was only there for like two weeks. I okay. don't even really tell people that. Then I went to, uh, I can't even remember what high school I went to. Um, I went to a school called ABT, Academy for Business and Technology. Then I went to Texas for a year. 
Then I came back and um, I tried to get in DSA and I couldn't get in and I couldn't go to Cooley or Refford because I had just transferred back in and I didn't qualify to um, go to a high school in the DPS district. So I had to go to this alternative school called Lincoln and that's where I finished my education. Okay. So you bounced around a little bit. Yeah. Now, um, when I first was introduced to you uh, a few years ago, um, we were downstairs in our original studio. So that must have been, I don't know, 2017, 2016 or something like that. Um, You was on the media side of the game. You was him filming. Um, I forget who he was. I know, I think the twins was there, but oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, who yeah. he was filming for, or maybe one of their guests. I'm not even sure. Yeah, um, I th- they were actually interviewing me. Okay, I believe, and um, they they had a, a sweet segment where they would have two people in the same profession. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's speak to each other in interviews. So I think yeah, yeah. I think the guy name was Swigs. He was the videographer yeah. from um, Inkster. Inkster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, that's how the connected experience. Yeah, was connected so started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that was sweet. I like that concept. So um, <clears throat> yeah, that's how we met. I, me and Swigs, we just kind of talked about our videography experience. Yeah. Now, um, I didn't see a bunch of videos on some things you've been a part of, man. Tell us how you got into how you got a part of G Unit. Well, not a part of G Unit, but <laughs> yeah, affiliate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that was actually a cool story. So, like I say, uh, I was, I bought a camera when I first got to college at Eastern Michigan because I wanted to film me and my boys goofing off in the studio. Yeah. I was a part of the Poetry Society, so I wanted to record my performances. But I always had a camera. I was always recording every day, filming, whether if it was an event or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, and like I say, Woody, he was a Q-Dog. Uh, he had an event called the Motor City Step Show where he, he rented out Shane Park and he had all of the uh, frats and sororers compete. I went there to film it because I had filmed a few events for him and Young Jock was there. I love hip hop. I'm a hip hop artist. So I asked Young Jock if I could do the interview. He was in a contract dispute with P. Diddy where he couldn't release anything. So I gave him a platform to speak about his frustrations. Yeah. Um, we put it on allhiphop.com and did like 12,000 views in a day. So um, from there, I was like, I'm going to just keep doing this. So that next school year, I just interviewed the Wu-Tang Clan, Devin the Dude. Uh, it was just so many people at a rapid rate. Whenever somebody would come to Detroit on tour, I was at their concert eight, nine, ten hours a day waiting to get that interview. And so a lot of times I would get no. So uh, the school year ended and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I saw that 50 Cent was coming to Detroit on tour. So I said, oh, let me try and interview 50. That'll be good. I'm doing all this research and I seen that they was looking for interns to hang up like posters for Lloyd Banks uh, next LP. So I emailed Did you the- buy the LP dog. Cause you know, you, uh, I love, <laughs> I, I was, uh, look, man, I was a huge gene unit fan. I got shit. I got, I bought a ton of Yayo albums. Okay. Like, I was, I was one of them niggas. I bought thoughts of a predicate. Felt. Yeah. That was hard. No, that was too hard. No, for it me, wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yayo was, gangster like (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what they hyped us up to believe (laughs) so yeah so uh uh he had a concert at shane park coincidentally same place so i i took it a step further i ain't just want to hang up one poster in a bar that'd be it i had the t-shirts posters wristbands cds i was passing out to every fan there i brought my camera i talked to 50 you know what i'm saying so and then from there, like three months later, I actually got to go to New York to the G Unit office. And um, Lloyd Banks had a concert. I helped uh, set up the concert as far as uh, the stage and all that stuff and hanging up uh, posters and stuff. Um, did an interview with 50 when he did the uh, gun movie premiere here in Michigan. It was just, you know, so much stuff. So 
my boy uh, Jay Bettis, shout out Jeremy Bettis. He's the uh, marketing, um, di- I think the marketing supervisor or marketing director at G Unit, and this is 50.com. Okay. So we still locked in to this day. We have a relationship where if I create some type of content, that fits their site. I email it to him and he posts it to the site. And it's cool now because now I'm more so focusing on myself as an artist. So I sent him footage of me rapping for Big Shine and footage of me rapping for Waka Flocka in this vlog called Foot in the Door. And he posted it to the site like it's nothing. I do want to talk about those two videos, actually. Okay. Um, The Waka one I saw, um, I forget where they was at but Waka was like you know you was out there on your one you're a very positive brother appreciate it you know what I'm saying and that kind of exude positivity you know what I'm saying I guess you was out there kicking some positivity he was like now look man give me some (laughs) bars if you can't be on this positive shit you probably talking about some rapping and killing and then you spit some bars from him and uh, he was like first he was just looking and he was like Okay, like I see, like I, I, I kind of, I see you. Okay, okay. How that whole thing come about? Uh, that was cool. Um, I had to really sit down and figure out what I wanted to do in my life because I was all over the place, and I figured out that it was a little bit of fear there that was stopping me from being a full time artist like I wanted to be. So I would dabble in other things around it, videography, making beats and stuff. But it's like you really got to go for what you want. And my partner, Jay Neely, was telling me about the manifestation and the law of attraction and stuff like that. But, you know, I believe in God. So I sat down and I just wrote down three things. I want to rap for people. I want to be a rap artist. And instead of interviewing other artists, I like to have uh, vlogs with me interacting with these artists to show people what I've been doing for 10 years. That it's not easy, you know. So um, two days later, Quest McCody randomly hits me up and tell me you got two tickets to this Rocka Flocka concert with a lot of Atlanta artists. And I was about to move to Atlanta. So I'm like, dang, that's crazy how they came together. So I get there and uh I just wanted to simply ask Waka a question. I ain't want to get put on. I ain't want him to sign me and stuff. I'm just like, yo, I'm about to move to Atlanta from Detroit. What advice do you got for me when I get down there? Like, what's some moves I need to make? He ain't even let me finish my question. He just cut straight to me because he tired of people that want to rap and it ain't their purpose. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or they spitting some garbage. I was kind of saying that about two weeks ago out here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's not everybody's ministry. It's not everybody's. Exactly. (laughs) And I'm tired of it too. So I understood, but he didn't understand. He was talking to a real one. You know what I'm saying? So I just walked up to him like, hey, Walk, I got a question. What's your, why you trying to rap? What you in it for? Listen now. I'm like, man, I just want to have, like I told y'all, educate people on social issues through my music and help people and inspire people. He's like, yeah, right. Spit something right now. If you spit something about turning up in the club, I'm going to throw your CD out the window. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I, I respect that though because he a gatekeeper. We yeah. need more gatekeepers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I spit my little rap. I didn't want to really spit that rap, but he asked me to spit my single, which is Victory. You got the Victory. It's my <laughs> okay. shirt. I got a shirt for y'all, but it's been in my car. I don't know if it's might have a little oil residue man, or something. We, hey, man. Yeah, we good. I hey, appreciate it. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's we can get into it. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, you know. You so I, with everything, man. <laughs> flyers, <laughs> stickers, shirts. Cameras, you out here promoting. Yeah, yeah, yeah you out here promoting. Presentation is everything, you know. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, 
you know, I spent my rap for him and he digged it. And he he gave me some advice that kind of actually made me realize the root of all my problems that I've been experiencing in this game. And it's like you have to get around like minded individuals. If you spit in positivity, you can't be around these killers and trying to get them to support your movement because yeah. they're not feeling it. You know right. what I'm saying? I just like, hey, how come don't nobody how come my friends don't show up to my shows or this and that? And this and that. You got to get around people that support that kind of stuff. And I didn't get it when he first said it, but I got it like months later. Like, oh. Oh, that's what he's talking about. So that's all I needed. You know, I was happy to rap for him. I thought that was the important part. But the important part was the advice that I got from him. So. So he actually. So your actual question, he actually gave you the he gave you what you was looking for. Yeah, he gave me what I was looking for. I'm about to move Atlanta. I want you to give me some good advice, essentially. And he actually did. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I'm. I'm moving a little different now these days, man. And it's it's been working out. That's okay, what's that's what's up. Um, mm. Also saw the Shine video. Um, oh yeah, how that come about? Explain that. Man, I'm in a sound corny, man. But Big Shine, like my hero, man. Like he uh, <laughs> he did this song called "One Man Can Change the World," and yeah, that just yeah. kind of like touched me in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I, how I, music I, should, though. It should <laughs> it should trigger some type of emotion. Yeah, yeah. And and that always stuck with me. And I always like looked I like his uh positivity and how he talks about uh the law of attraction and manifestation and achieving your goals and he believe in Jesus and all that stuff. Like and I respect his lyricism, his bar. So I always like kinda like been a fan of his. Um and he's always supported me. I don't even think he remember my face or my name, but he's always supported me every time I've seen him. And I've never gotten that from anybody. Um, I could take it back all the way to 2009 when he first got signed. My boy Jay Neely booked him for a show. Um, promoter Jay Neely? Yeah, Jay, okay. yeah, promoter Jay Neely, hosted by Jay Neely. He booked him for a show at Studio 4 in Ann Arbor, and I asked him to do an interview, and he did the interview. Then uh, me and my man Taven Thomas, we got to open up for him a year later at Eastern Michigan University. He performed at Pease Auditorium, and we got to open up for him, and we did a, uh, the song Stress. Um, after we opened up for him, I, he, I told him I got promoted to This Is 50, and he did another interview, which got on ThisIs50.com. Um, then after that, I seen him at Fridays in 2011 and I asked him if I could give him some beats. <laughs> so it's just always been this thing yeah. where he always supported me. Uh, he came here for, uh, what is that thing called? Um, launch week, launch, yep, yep, launch yep. week. Like, yeah. yeah. Tech town, tech week. Yeah. 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 And, and that was in 2018. And he did another interview and took some beats from me. Then he did the thing last year at the boys and girls club where he renovated the whole boys and girls club and had like bounce houses. Sean and don't get enough respect. Man. He don't, man. It's he don't a shame. Enough, he, don't, he don't get enough. Cause he don't really broadcast shit that he actually do. Sometimes a a, um, a, a publication get wind of it and mm. put it on social media or some shit like, but he don't really broadcast like, Hey everybody, I just went and gave back to a school. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody, I just took care of all these kids, prime dresses and shit like that. Like I'm not gonna tell everybody I did that. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, you that's know? how you know it's genuine. Yeah. And and he does he deserves more respect as a lyricist. 
it's kind of top tier. He he's top tier lyricist. Yeah. Top tier. And I, I don't know. This could be me reaching, but I truly believe this. I kind of think I started that Big Sean Kendrick beat not to put myself, <laughs> but I pulled him backstage at a show at U of M, and I said, "Bro, you don't get the credit you deserve." Like people be saying, J Cole and Kendrick is the best. I don't really be feeling this stuff. I think you better. Now they more political on the uh, black right side, but you more on the self improvement side. But it could be conscious too. But as far as using words with big syllables and flows and making sense and being witty and clever you got them beat like i don't see how people Niggas don't stole see that. sean whole flow Drake, like all of them like, like if you go back to when he was rapping <laughs> like uh super duper lemonade yeah fucking uh <laughs> gonna get you some then luda stole it <laughs> like if you go if you oh, go yeah, back I to that luda and, and big shot had a little beef yeah yeah, yeah. 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 if you go i used to go on hip-hop <laughs> on hip-hop.com it was that was like they used to be my favorite website in the world yeah like, like, if you go back Back to like early Big Sean shit. Like niggas don't re- like. I remember when the Gone Get You Some video premiered on 106 in Park. Yeah, like that shit was a big fucking deal for us here in the. You know, he had to burn rubber shit. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I, love, I yeah. still, I got that shit in my phone. And I still listen to that shit. I'm mad it wasn't <laughs> never on an official album. Yeah, but I mean, Sean and came a long way, and he always put on for the city. Yeah, he always put on. First for time the city. I ever heard Bowley James rap was on a Sean mixtape. Really? Yeah. Mm. I remember my nigga. I Mo- like Bowley James. I love Bowley. Yeah, so nigga can't miss right now. I remember first time I heard Nip rap was on the, uh was a song with Nip, Big Sean, and Wiz Khalifa in really? French Montana. We on. Mm. We I on remember it. we on. I'm my nigga Mo Dirt put me up on Bowley like back back in the day. Like I was just like because Dirt was just like real heavy in the scene, and I had to kind of you know stepped out for a little bit, and I was like, who up and coming? That's hot that I should be like on the look. He's like, nigga, Boldy, like he coming with. And like at first, it really didn't gravitate to me. But like, nigga, the kind creatures, all that shit Boldy doing hey, look, is hitting. Do yourself a favor and go to YouTube and type in Boldy James Freestyle. And the, the one on the new Griselda mixtape? Oh my God. Like what? Bodie in his bag, but yeah. like you go when you go in there, you are gonna see he got about four or five mixtapes he did up at uh, Trapper's Alley. Uh, on Sirius uh, XM on on K Slay shit on my a bunch first of chemistry show. set. Uh, this nigga raps his fucking ass off. But the reason I like Bodie so much is that he, you can definitely hear the Detroit influence. He yes. is he a street nigga with lyricism, lyricism. and that's the that's the thing. And I'm probably about to get uh, we rap nerds <coughs> over here. Shame, I feel you. We, I, we I feel people the energy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm probably about to get shame for saying this, but I don't care, man. That stuff that they call the Detroit style, that's not the Detroit style. That's a small part of the Detroit style that the new generation picked up and oversaturated the market with. I like rock bottom. I like Jay Dilla, but I feel like Jay Dilla just isn't strictly the Detroit sound and rock bottom isn't strictly well, and the street three, lords ain't the strictly it's the three it's, different sounds. Exactly. Like you got the you got the Detroit Detroit um the street street music. Um the new street music would be like a PZ's Timmy's side. But then you have like the super lyrical, the MC shit, the the boom bap when you had like your your guilty symptoms, your slum village, the Royces. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole different sound. And it's always been two set what they But it's that middle that we overlook. Yeah. And that's rock bottom. They were street like the street lords, but they production was a little bit better. And they go rap. That's how I look at a nigga like payroll. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, Pay can fucking, 
he can fucking go. I just want him to get like that production. That like pay. What Shout about out the last couple albums? Like no, Paige just dropped. Paige just dropped an album today. Oh really? Yeah, he just dropped it today. I've been listening to it, but like, uh, shout out to the homie Uncle Marcus, uh, Summerall. Uh, oh, shout out Marcus Summerall, yeah. my boy. Marcus had just uh, me and Marcus texting back and forth. He's like, man, payroll need like that that DJ Mustard, you like type of production and love with that bounce, yeah, and the way that he rap because he got a bass sound and kind of voice. When payroll is on the and uh industry standard beat he always murders that shit yeah you know what i'm saying sometimes it can get very melodic when he raps on quote unquote detroit beat. i hate them beats man you know i hate them beats so much it don't mean that it's whack or i don't i don't i don't enjoy it but like mm. for him to get that national love that we really want yes. you need a national industry sound, sound and yeah. beat yeah. Now, now he shit did shit he did with cardo that is good quality Good quality. Production. It was too laid back though, yeah. and a lot of people didn't enjoy. It. I enjoyed it, but I think the album with a uh, hell of it was like the best, like because it, it the was Payface that, album. Yeah, the Payface. It was a street, but it had quality because hell of a know what he doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, but I want that sound to be you know like I want to see Payroll make it like Sean make it because I feel like Sean's the biggest rapper ever come out of Detroit. By the way, say Sean. Yeah. Uh, what about him? That's fact. Detroit. <laughs> that's that's fact. Sean is the best, the biggest rapper to ever come out of Detroit. That's Born and raised, yeah. him is a different category. He a transplant. That's not not in a disrespectful right, right. way. You know, what I'm but Sean is born and bred nigga. Cast Tech, born, like you know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Out of he, drive, like he Detroit for yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like see him at the liquor store, kind of. Yeah. Like what uh, other artists? <laughs> who got more platinum plaque? Who got a platinum plaque? <laughs> right. Royce, but With Royce him? Oak, <laughs> Royce Oak Park. And that's not a knock, it's but I mean, he just, you know. But I'm saying, but Royce Platinum Platt came with the joint with him. Mm. Yeah, the Bad Me Evil album. You, you're not rapping better than Royce. Right. You're not going to rap better. Elzai got an album to drop today, by the way. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, not going to find somebody who raps better than an Elzai. You know, Elzai got a song called Master Class. Nick, he I gotta take, check he's, out the he's schooling niggas. Elzai is literally one of the best rappers I've ever heard rap in my life. I like that... Uh, the the Elmatic when he was emulating Nas. Come on, man! He had Will Sessions playing the instrument. The, the whole live instrumentation. Man, what? Man, how do you remake a Nas a classic hip hop album and it don't be? You know when you <laughs> when you do something that that you can't touch that you're not supposed to touch it usually get clowned the fuck out of you. Yeah. But he did not. That shit was is respected. solid. That shit is rock solid. Nas heard, Nas heard it and said he liked it. Yeah, yeah. The life's a the Life's a Bitch track? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, murdered it. Murdered it. Side note, that um, was our first album, The Preface. Uh, Pete did a beat on there, by the way. Who Pete Riley. Intro is the intro music for Shop Talk Podcast. Oh, he sweet. He did a beat on there. Dang. That's what's up. I didn't know Pete had that type of production credit. He's still doing beats. All of them. Yeah, this shit. The last two albums, he did every single beat. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Didn't even know. No disrespect to the homie Pete, though, because he he get busy with yeah, it. Yeah, he for sure. Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. There's so but much look, stuff that come out of Detroit. Yeah, man. Like so, um, you've been doing the media stuff mm. you get behind the camera. Now you in front of the camera, and now you you rapping. Um, yeah. you've always had a passion. So last a couple weeks ago, um, I was asking Dame, and I get kind of frustrated sometimes. It's like, why do everybody want to fucking rap? Um, not because I don't like rap. I love rap. Mm. 
But sometimes I'd be like, but why do you want to do it? Like, cause like you're not even nice. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like I don't like you trying to do it because you want to be cool, not you. Yeah. But like you trying to be when you be cool. Like why is so many people rapping? And why do you think this is the only way? So when I say why do you rap, what well, that's where it's coming from. Like so, what about you? What what got you hooked on rap and hip hop music? Well, uh, I was, I've been rapping since I was like four or five. Like okay, and it was like the only thing I ever really cared about outside of I guess I was a wrestling head but you know <laughs> I love wrestling I love wrestling I tapped yeah. out of early 2000s but he, he never tapped out yeah. I, I watch it every week yeah I hate it the presentation but I still love it so I watch it and I it's fun you. to criticize it I <laughs> but I, I rap um I, I honestly can't it's something that it's born. It was just always in my spirit, and I didn't understand it till about 2010. So, um, I uh, hmm, it's hard to explain it. Um, first, let me say this. Okay, I remember it was a time when it was only out of ten people, only one or two people were rap, and they'd yeah. be like, "Okay, that's them doing their thing." Now it's like nine out of ten people do it, and I think it's because of how easy it is to get yourself established barrier of entry is really low now yeah and and it's mediocre so anybody can do it you know what i'm saying like you don't even have to be have any I, talent i often say master p Roy Roy because <laughs> like um like when no limit popped out mm. um like all them niggas couldn't rap yeah you know what i'm saying like like all them niggas couldn't rap i love some of the most of the music but all them niggas couldn't rap and I, I'm, I'm being facetious when i say master p or hip hop, mm. but when niggas start releasing albums and they realize that you didn't have to be like a dope rapper, mm. and you can still put out music that people will like and sell, go gold and platinum. Yeah, whack rappers start coming out the woodwork. Out the woodwork. I there's a lot of mass production be, on, be on, on no limit. Pre ninety five ish, like you got shit that you didn't like. Like, mm. like it wasn't a proliferation of like just random whack at like. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Soldier Boy made people feel like, oh, and it got worse. You could do a get rich quick, just upload it on YouTube, and that's and come up with a dance. That's it. And everybody was like, "Oh, we got to do, it. we got to create the next trend in dancing." Fucking ringtone. Yeah, that's where that came from. But for me, um, I always rap when I was in like elementary school. I can remember myself rapping. I remember I got the name Violent Content because <clears throat> I spit a rap that was kind of a story like Eminem Stan. And one of my cousins was like, man, you always rapping about some violent content. And it was supposed to be the name of my album, but I kept it as my name. And then uh, I started making beats. So on the CD, I wrote VC's Beats Volume 1 because I saw Jay-Z's albums. And I was like, dang, what should I name? And he asked Sean Carter Volume 1. So I just started naming VC Beats Volume 1, VC Beats Volume 2. Yeah. Everybody started calling me VC Beats. And when I got to college, I created the media company, and I said VC Beats Multimedia I think, LLC. I think one of your cars may be out there. It, it definitely oh, really? does say VC Beats. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then one day I was laying on the couch, <clears throat> not to get all spiritual. I was laying on the couch. I was depressed about my girlfriend because she just like sucked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> like, that's a good thing. Yeah, you just not go text me today. Like, yeah. okay. So um, I was just laying on the couch and something just hit me. Like, felt like a lightning bolt hit me. Not literally, but I was just like, and I just hopped up and I grabbed a pen and a paper and I 
just started writing and it felt like I wasn't even writing. It it just was the weirdest experience ever. And it said, um, VCB Multimedia LLC to create radio, uh, music, television and radio broadcast that enlightens people on social issues in the world. And uh, this is done by incorporating the principles and proverbs of Jesus Christ without sounding cliche, which is church jargon that might confuse people. Then the second part said um, to give other people a platform to express something that they went through that might help somebody else that's going through it to know how to overcome it. And then the third part said making art more valuable than money. Or something like that. And I don't know, it just stuck with me. So that's when I figured out my purpose that day. But my whole life, I just rap. Like, even when my man's DJ saying, we'll stay up till four in the morning. I would be like six, seven years old, up till four in the morning in the car, eating Coney Island, freestyling the beat CDs. And back then, you couldn't go online and pull up beats. You had to know somebody. And people that made beats back then were really good. Like, yes. nobody sucked. So, like, you know, we just rapping the beats and vibing and stuff. And I used to look forward to that every weekend. You know what I'm saying? And I just would always do it and always do it. And when I got to college, I felt like, okay, now is my time to express my art. So... Do you think um, there is a lane for, for lack of a better term, positive hip hop music? Yeah, it's definitely a lane, <clears throat> lane. But uh, I feel like we need more platforms. Um, I am I uh, inboxed Lando from the hip hop lab one day. I was like, "Hey, what you think about this?" And he was like, "I don't really like that kind of rap." Not that I sent him one of my songs. I just asked him what he thought about. Lando got, rap. definitely got a, a certain. You yeah. got a certain lane. Certain lane. Yeah. And he was like, I don't really like that because the words be too big and I can't really bob my head to the music like that. I make music where I could just bob my head. I said, okay, I understand that. So, you know, and and I'm like, I network really well and had a lot of favor to be connected to certain people, but it just felt like there wasn't a platform for me to put myself out there. And it's like, okay, I don't want to be a gospel rapper. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know, my music exudes that positivity and stuff and inspirational. But it's like, how do I find a platformer? And and that goes back. I like Boley James because Griselda was a perfect fit for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like. Um, Being around like minds. Exactly. So it's like. Walker. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying I can't do a song with Waka it would be cool well, good Waka experience but now. true that would that, you, he probably you probably could do a song with Waka now maybe uh, but me I don't go- know if you ever well you probably followed him but like Waka is on a different on a he's different, very uh conscious now yeah. he, he 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 and he he wants to see black people do better and know? I heard I heard him you know Waka didn't used to be able to rap he said himself he used to be a Waka <laughs> yeah. a black rapper yeah. and. I've heard him freestyle or a song that was played on Sirius. I'm like, who was? I'm like, yo, this Waka. Like then he, like he started rapping, rapping, mm. and then more, relatively recently, I heard him rapping some shit, and he was on like a different vibe. I, I like it, and I, I'm like, yo, Waka could, Waka actually doing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So uh, that made he come back like, out. Yeah, I mean, right now, if, if any time is time to be extra black and black power and and, and conscious. Mm, it's today it's right it's literally right right now yeah and it's i don't know like even uh the detroit rap news instagram like they support me a lot but when i put my stuff on there it's just kind of like 
You know what I'm saying? It's a disconnect. And I get people that like it because they want something different. They don't want the same stuff. But I, I know it's a disconnect. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's also algorithm. That they, too. They know if this shit. Like you. So you ever follow somebody who got like 20,000 followers or some shit like that? Mm. And they'll post something um, that don't got ass or titties in it. And that should have like 30 likes. Yeah. With the ass <laughs> or titty picture, it'd be having like 1,000, 2,000, yeah. 3,000 and shit. It's not that no one's going to click that picture. They're not putting it in front of people. Like the algorithm. I'm not putting this shit. This not, you know, ass and titty in this picture. I'm not putting that shit in there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like, know Instagram could do that. 100%. Absolutely. Go to your like page. Go to your right. explorer page. Your mm. explorer page has shit that you like on it. Oh, yeah, it and does. And they know <laughs> what's in it. Dang. You know what I'm saying? That's so big brothers and, watching. Yeah, they know it's the ass crazy. and titty. <laughs> that's what I want to see. Watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Okay. That shit... Gonna fuck with y'all. I'm gonna watch it because I'm, I'm trying to figure this stuff. And all out. the people who created all the social media sites are 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 the ones talking. This ain't like a regular nigga. It's the person who made the like button on Facebook is on there talking. People mm. who who created Pinterest and Google Mail, Google Maps, like it's them. All them. What's who, it called? The the social dilemma. The social dilemma. Okay. Yeah, but every like, time I open up my Explorer page, it's exactly what I. Like looking at. So I got what? Mm. One, two, three. I got like four Instagram pages on this phone. They don't let you they max out at four, right? Wow, I didn't so know that. um my 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 photography page, when I go to Explorer page, I only follow photographers and content creators on that one. You know what mm. I'm saying? So like my timeline looks all artsy, it's not no bullshit on there. Yeah. When you go to my Explorer page, it's nothing but cameras. It's nothing but landscapes and shit like that because the it knows what's in those pictures. Mm. And that's what it put in front of me. I go on the Shop Talk page. It got hip hop naked bitches. Um, I wonder why <laughs> that is. That's because I be liking <laughs> shit on the Shop Talk. Page. I, I, oh, I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like my personal. I go to my part. Like each of those Explorer pages have a different thing that what that page likes. So algorithm wise, if I know what your kind, con- like this not the content. I don't see no ain't no gun in this 30 second clip. All right, right. We're not putting this shit in front of people who only like. Pictures with niggas smoking weed and guns. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Why? How does it detect? I don't know. That's for my. The, that the makes com- sense though. The computer knows what's in the picture. Mm. That's crazy. You got an iPhone? Yeah. So you go to if you you know you can name people in your phone, and I and, and once you do that, it'll go pick up every picture of uh, Jason, or you can type in food in search, and every picture in your phone with a food in it, it will come up. What? Look, I'll show you what I'm talking about because. <laughs> Uh, so you go to search. You ain't come here for that. You ain't come <laughs> here for this. <laughs> hey, but this is what we gonna do. If I type in food, here go every picture with food in it. Wow, your phone knows. That's so impossible. Your phone knows, so Instagram really knows. Wow. So if you're looking at like, yo, why ain't this content getting the reach I want it to be? Maybe you gotta trick the algorithm. Throw some some hookah smoke and some guns in yeah. your shit, and hit it with and hit them with a good content though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you got you may got to trick the algorithm. Mm, that's a good idea. I remember I got, I got me caught idea up for my next music video. I got caught up in that <laughs> trick because I somebody told me like nigga type in Brazier yeah. to your fucking to your fucking search and all nigga, the titty pictures coming up. Wow! If you type in Brazier right now in your photos, any picture that look like some breasts coming up, fruit that look like <laughs> breasts coming up. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. They really got us like. 
backed into a corner, like we know everything about. I mean, these smartphones got to be know. smart as fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to defeat my phone this week. I had to turn off all my notifications and shit. After watching that social dilemma, I was like, "Yo, my fucking phone man, whooped my ass." Mm. Like it, it know, like man, you ain't picked me up in like thirty minutes. Send mm-hmm. something to this nigga phone that's gonna make him pick it up. What? Jay Johnson liked the picture of yours. Jay Johnson just went live. You know what I'm saying? Like I might have liked your picture two two hours ago. You don't fucking know when that like shows up. Yeah. Like wow. you like. Oh shit! Somebody's in the area. Send them a notification that uh, your sister just joined Instagram. Like yo, we gotta have this nigga pick up his phone. What? Yeah. Is that is that real, bro? That's like demonic. Yeah, it's that <laughs> they want to control us. Man, how does this music? Um, because now that we out of the CD area, I'm I'm assuming at some point you was out here slinging CDs. Actually, I never got a chance to get in that area. Okay, uh, I, good for you, man. Good I was in a group. Rough. I was in a group, and we did. Uh, I had the light scribe burner. We did a five song EP and uh, we went to California and we passed them all out but that was the most I was able to do. Man I'm so like when we was pushing I had a, a music company we put out uh, four albums mm. and like it's a it's a it was a grind because everybody needs to get paid in the process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once you didn't record you didn't pay for your studio time you didn't pay for the beats you didn't pay somebody to mix it you didn't pay somebody to master it pay somebody to do the design you didn't pay somebody to package that bitch. Like everybody in that whole process, you had to go to pay this to get this. Oh, now you got the inserts. Now you got to put the inserts inside it. Like everybody had to get paid. So then when you sell that CD for $10, it's like, well, how much of this? Yo, I'm after that $10, I'm really only going to make about, I feel like I got a record deal. Like I'm going to make $7 off every $10 yeah. I sell because <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already trying to recoup. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like now when it's digital. Oh, yeah. But it's like all a, you need is all you need is recording software, a mic. Yeah. yeah. But it's double. It's a just a double edged sword now because now music is damn near. It, it might as well be free. You pay your little ten dollars a month to you know Apple mm. or, or Spotify. You don't even think about it. You don't even see it because it just comes out electronically. So music is free. It don't cost shit for you to listen to somebody album. But why would I? Yeah. How do I know that you exist now? Right. So do you walk? Do you still stand in front of the gas station and say, "Hey, yo, what's up, man? Uh, listen to my album on your phone." Well, like, how does that? That's uh, like I got ideas in my head. I haven't got into the uh, ideas because I'm still working on my album. But yeah. with this protest and invest project, it gave me a chance to explore with some of the ideas in my head. Like, okay, y'all might throw this flyer on the ground, but y'all ain't gonna throw this sticker on the ground. All right, y'all definitely not gonna throw the sticker on the ground because it got a QR code. You can scan it. It's coming back heavy. Yeah, it really is. And it's like, okay, y'all like that. And then I got some information. So it ain't just saying, listen to my song. It's saying, hey, you can vote, start a business, buy it. And you know what I'm saying? But you could listen to my song in a process that's on the same website. You know what I'm saying? So more shit to catch their eye. Exactly. Keep their attention. Yeah. And I, you know, we don't sell C. I'm still going to sell CDs. But instead of selling CDs, this is the CD. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's the it's $10. Right That's the $20. Here. Yeah. And I, yeah, upcharging. You know what I'm saying? And uh, one of the shirts that I had, I don't have it with me. I actually had a QR code, but it didn't come out right on the vinyl. So I got to go back to the 
the brain store with uh, that. The reason I say so. QR codes are so dope, you know, with the iPhone, when you no, when you just got your camera open, if you cross a QR code, mm. it bring the website up. Right up. You know what I'm saying? I so, mean, I just I just did it with the information while we were sitting here. I found your, your IG. It took me to the website. So wow. it, it do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. It's dope. Man, some, it was a barber. And I said, yeah, man, let me get your card. He took my phone and hit my phone with his phone and it popped up. I like, how'd I you just do seen the, I just seen the IG <laughs> commercial for that shit. The one of the IG ads popped up for that shit. Yeah, what's it called? A pop, pop? Started with a P yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. I'm like, man, that was ridiculous. He had a clip on the back I of his I phone. I that shit to myself, man. Yeah, I, I seen the, the, the little button clip on the back of the phone. Yeah. Uh and he had, and it give you all like it link you to all their social media, mm. all their information. Pop, poppy me, poppy, pop. Yeah, this is right here though. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I, I kept it. I'm like, I'm getting one. It probably cost an arm and a leg, but that was so dope. I thought that was like the dopest thing in the world. So like, it's just about finding ways to um <clears throat> create your music as a product. But I mean, when people are moving so much and your phone is in your hand all the time, like it don't make sense to me to take a nigga business card. Cause I'm a, I'm a lose it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's, that's not feasible for me because I'm, I'm moving. You know what I'm saying? I leave it in the car. I use it to roll up on like, mm. like anything, but you hit me with something that goes straight to my phone. Well, yeah. this bitch in my hand, 23, you know, as long as, <laughs> as long as, look, as long as I'm up, my phone is near me. Like it's yeah. ain't, you know, it's rare that I'm, if I miss a text or a call, it's cause I'm doing some shit and I can't handle it right in the moment. But like nigga to say, like, my phone is like my wallet, you know, keys, wallet, mask. Yeah. I'm checking all them things before phone. I leave the house, yeah. before I leave the house. <laughs> he said, man, that's crazy. The yeah, times we're living in. The times we're living in. Yeah, man. It's all about finding innovative ways to create product. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same thing. The music is free, but how can I, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and once you get that fan base, you know, you got them hooked. So. I'm excited to see as technology grows, what other ways can I have people to support my music, you know, in my brand, you know. Well, that's dope, man. Um, where can people find your music and find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Violent Content VC. Um, that's my Instagram page. Um, the link in my bio will take you to like my my website where my content is. Um, you can also go to protestandinvest.com. Uh, it's free resources helping black people to take, not even black people, all people take uh, charge over their community, have some ownership. You can register to vote on this site. You can start a business. Really? You could buy abandoned property and you could donate to causes that have, uh, that affect, you know, police brutality and things of that nature on this site my instagram and information is on that site as well so violent at violent content vc or protestandinvest.com or you can go to vcbeatsmultimedia.com okay that's, that's what's, what's up. up that's what's uh, up now normally i do a music pick of the week it's something i selected but typically when we have musical guests in you know i go with them for my music pick of the week so plug the song that you're promoting right now and where people can find your music man it's on you Okay, right now, uh, my single off my upcoming album, The Exorcism, is called Victory. Victory by VC. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash VC Beats, and it's up there. Or you can type in VC Victory. 
You sh- you shot a video for that, didn't you? Yep. I seen that video. There's some okay. positive shit in there. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, do something different. Yeah, and I'm selling the t-shirts too. Just DM me on Instagram and you can get a VC Victory shirt. And man, VC got everything with him, man. He came he came with the shirts, the flyers, the posters, stickers. <laughs> like my man is out here promoting and working hard. The camera. So, yeah, support <laughs> him. Support him. Yeah, man, for sure. Hey, thank you. Creating content everywhere he go. He came in with a bunch of bags. I'm like, what the fuck he doing? <laughs> like, yo, that's that's his setup. Yeah. That's his office. I always got a bag with me, dog. If it ain't physically on me, it's in the car. And I usually got at least a camera and a laptop and, and some and some gadgets and shit with me. I just carry it with me every day. I, I don't know what I'm gonna see the content that I need to take a picture or a video or whatever. Yeah. So I always got I always got I need to step my me. shit up. All I got is my smutty ass iPhone. <laughs> I got a bag and a gun. Every way, anytime you see me, I got a camera and a gun on me. Yeah. So that's how it is. Okay. Um, we, we got twenty seconds. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. sure. I wanted to finish the Big Sean story. Go ahead. So basically, I saw him at the Boys and Girls Club. Um, I'm always nervous to approach these celebrities. It's like nerve wracking anxiety, and I have to overcome it. I guess that's my way of it not being easy. Everybody would do it. So um, I seen these other rappers rapping for Big Sean, and I was like, man, I really like the rap for him, but I don't want to get on his nerves, everybody in his face. And um, it was this other rapper, and he was like, uh, dude, did you come here to rap for Big Sean too? Because I'm going to rap for him. I was like, yeah, I was, but he just, you know, I don't want to, you know. And he was like, dude, I don't care if 100 rappers rap for him. If that's what you came here to do, you need to do that. So I'm like, all right. So he after he rapped for him, I was like, yo, Sean, can I give you 16? I rapped for him. I gave him 16. He's like, yo, that was fire. And that just lit up my day. And as I heard him talking on the panel discussion earlier that day, he said that his life purpose was to inspire others. And a lot of times when you see celebrities, they like get on my face. They're not doing pictures right now, maybe another time. But I feel like he looks so tired. But I feel like the only reason he listened to me rap is because he knew that his influence would inspire me to keep going. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's just the type of person that he is, that he wants to inspire, use his influence to inspire others and keep you know what I'm saying? People going. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, he a man of his word. He he came out and said, like, he want to look for artists from the city that didn't nobody know mm-hmm. and get them the same platform that, like, he had. I mean, yep. he came back and scooped up Oba. Yeah. And I mean, that's going to be a, a – when Oba Project come out, that's probably going to be a huge look for a him. A big look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to keep spiraling on for the city. Yeah. Hopefully, Oba come back and open up the door for somebody else. Man, Detroit got it right now. Michigan yeah. got it right now. I don't know if you've seen the complex – article with all the detroit um rappers right now and it yeah, was like yeah. uh all the colorful and funny and colorful rappers are coming from michigan and then they had a whole bunch of detroit and michigan mcs with their bars in it and links to the albums and videos and shit oh that's so complex you know what i'm saying I'm like yeah. yo this is uh I hate complex most of the time but i'm on i'm a, it's I a good time to be a detroit uh, mc yeah, yeah. And shout out to over rolling we got a record together that I produce called Blade Dancing. It's all about Detroit. Like hmm. the, the 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 landscape of Detroit. I mean, something gotta... called Blade Dancing, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. Let me show y'all listen to that. It's yeah. on all streaming platforms. But yeah, I just wanted to share Keep that plugging. Story. Keep plugging. <laughs> I just wanted to share that story because like that's something I realized at first, you know, I was like, oh I rap for Big Sean, I'm the man. And so but then I realized it was more of a grace gift than just me just being that guy you know yeah. what i'm saying and 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 i hope that that story inspires somebody to do the Man, same. i think um um uh, you know it's funny um because 
I was looking at, um, I don't know why, one of your videos or something came across. I was like, let me see what uh, VC got going on. And I'm looking on YouTube and shit. And then, I don't know if it was that day or the next day, like, you hit me up. And I'm like, nigga, I was just looking. <laughs> like, crazy. I was just literally looking through your stuff. And it, literally, it was either that same day or the next day, you hit me up. And I'm like, yo, this this shit kind of inspiring. You know what I'm saying? It just Thank got you, that man. type of feel. And, um, like, I think everybody got their thing. They, mm. they niche, they lane um, that draws people in because, for me at least, uh, like if I'm not invested in the person to an extent, I don't really care about the music. Yeah. Um, if now if it's just some random shit I heard, like oh that shit fucking dope. Who who did that? But like once you get invested in the person, yeah, it's like yo, I wonder what Kanye West is gonna say on this next album. Whether people like him or not, mm. you interested in what he's gonna say? They story. We looking for Kendrick because we we know you got something to say. It's been three years. Mm. I want some, what do you have for me? Mm. J. Cole, all the the tops, you care about the person and what they have to say. Um, so if you keep putting out good content um, that's inspiring folks that lasts on the internet forever, like that shit is on the internet forever, yeah. no matter what. Um, I think that's your hook. You know what I'm saying? That bring people in. I'm like, oh man, this stay kind of a good guy, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck it, I'll give it a spin because mm. it's a million niggas who rap. I can't listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it all. Yeah. But I listen to so many podcasts today. Podcasts is compete. Music rappers are competing with podcasts right now. Wow. Y'all don't even know that y'all are competing with yeah, podcasts. Yeah, I did not know that. But you are. And I, I found it funny when you played another podcast earlier. I was like, how do you have time to listen to other podcasts? So that's cr- that's Look, crazy. We are competing I'm with taking, podcasts. We're taking streams from podcasts, podcasters from, from music. Because if you got a 30-minute ride to work every day mm. that you would normally listen to music, but it's Saturday. I'm listening to Shop Talk. Yeah, that 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. That shit gone. That's ours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We've yeah. been we. This gonna be two hours. Some people listen to podcasts on their way to work and their way back. Yeah, nigga, they go an hour. This day that you would have listened to somebody music that you listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. or while you at work, I'm I'm getting this shit off. So whether people realize it or not. It's only so much entertainment time a yeah, person some got. some people want something to stimulate their mind. Like, yeah. I do that sometimes. I like, let me listen to a good interview or something instead of, like, playing music, you know? Yeah, man, throw some inspirational shit out there and put your music at the end of it or the beginning of it or in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, that's dope. Yeah. Well, okay, I fuck with it. <laughs> that's just, a good idea. Just, just on the strength of, I fuck with I want to support. Yeah. Because you support people. People buy your merch because they want to support you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can get a insert shirt anywhere but no i I fuck with them i want to support you know what i'm saying so uh it moved me you know what i'm saying so i'm like all right bet so i think that appreciate it man yeah and 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 i say it all the time man the twins is our brothers everything that we didn't come across by them through them has been rock solid i mean this is just another almost uh, everything man them dudes (laughs) (laughs) them dudes some of the hardest working I don't understand. First off, like trying to get two people on the same page is a task in itself. Yeah. But they twin brothers, though, so I get it's I, different. They, they, they work together exactly, yeah. and the stuff they do, they built that college of hip hop and uh, write books, 
did st- stuff with Master P and recorded songs at C Murder Hot. Like they just did so much in their life, man. Yeah, like, man, they didn't live the story. Like the urban jungle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. SJ dropped a book. Yeah, a good book. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. got the cartoon following up behind it. It's coming. Animal Instincts. SJ Jackson first. The 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 novella. <laughs> The award-winning author, S. Say it again, man. The award-winning for Animal Instincts, The Urban Jungle. Um, it's a pretty cool book, man. Um, and we, didn't, we did animated. a TV show with him. Uh, shit, man. What else? The the Urban Hip Hop Summit. Like this, they're man. my brothers, man. Urban podcast, the, urban, yeah, podcast. urban podcast. Man. They always working. They, doing they always something. working. I I had a. Uh, I I always wanted to ask them to manage me, but I never asked them. But we did stuff together, like I think AJ, Free Ray Rick. AJ, man, reach out to your bands. <laughs> I think Free Ray Rick Ross is their uncle, and they like made him not made him, but they had him come to the studio and I interviewed him for this yeah, is fifty. They, they, put they be on. making we, stuff. Uh, we interview him. Yeah, oh, we, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah dope man. interview. They be, they be making stuff happen, and it's like. Whoa, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they had Jay Prince here, T- yeah. TK Kirkland, like yeah. I don't know what they doing, but they yeah, look at the autographed copy of the, uh, <laughs> of the Jay Prince book. Uh, he was sitting in that yeah. seat right there. If, if yep. them niggas tell you a duck gonna pull a truck down the freeway, you better hook that bitch up too, because they gonna make that motherfucker work. Yeah, yeah. so shout out to the twins, man. All right, man. Uh, this Whose week, man's man, is this? Uh, I don't really got a whose man's is this per se. Um, it really goes. It just it just was really what everybody. Um, I just be kind of frustrated when um, uh, it's been a lot of energy out there, and I understand it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not like mad at people for being emotional and, and being wrapped up in different things, but you can't um, exude this amount of energy if you don't put that energy into actually looking at what you're talking about and seeing anything behind the behind the scenes you know what i'm saying um everything that you like when because you, you saw it on social media don't mean it's true yeah. you know what i'm saying like the headline is almost never what the story is about in 2020 yeah maybe in, in years past you may see a headline yo big sean shoots a shoots rapper <laughs> and then you read the story like yeah he shot a video with a yeah, rapper you know what i'm saying or, yeah. you know what i'm saying the, the headline and what actually is going on is really the truth did and you see that shit that i sent you about tory and meg that headline and i didn't react to that either I'm not, I'm i don't not react to stuff because like okay first off i i kind of don't i'm not saying i'm uh agreeing with tory lanes or anything like that but i did want to hear the story before I read, oh, Tories, I'm a misogynist and this and that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to see what. I'm, I'm baffled why he didn't get arrested for shooting her. Yeah, me too. That, it's like so many holes. But I'm not listening to the album. I'm straight. Yeah, I'm not listening to the song. That's, that was kind of corny. You should have did an Instagram live. Oh, thing. shit. I yeah. do got a whose man says this. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, so this is, this is my issue. I always got a fucking issue. Um. Tory Lanez, he dropped uh, a, a whole album, apparently, talking about the in, the incident, right? A whole album? Yeah, last night he dropped yeah. an album. I thought it was just a song. No, nah, man. He whole, dropped a whole, whole project. He dropped Bad a whole time. project. Stupid. And Bad was time. Like, it's good publicity. Niggas was like, yo, you can't drop no fucking album talking about a situation that you just got out of or you yeah. just did. And then we got to remember that this is hip hop. And Snoop made an album called Murder Was a Case. Mm. Uh, Jay Z made an album called Not Guilty. 
Uh, it was a song. But was that wasn't corny, though. Tory's situation is corny. All this shit corny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if you if you if you get a you get on a trial for allegedly stabbing a nigga over a girl, and then make a song called "Not Guilty." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just it was you, different. You it wasn't on, social on, media back on, then. It wasn't. It was a different trial, way. You on trial for murder, and then you make a song called "Murder Was the Case." Yeah, mm. I'm innocent. Like somebody died. I'm innocent. Well, right. and this I'm investing in the story. Tori is uh, allegedly he's saying that he innocent too. But it's a girl, and it's like. But he's saying he ain't do it. He don't take allegedly because I I haven't listened to it, but I don't care to listen. But if the niggas say he didn't do it, like all of them get the chance to to say they didn't so do say it. They said. Right. I just think making an album while though wasn't the way to go. Murder was the case. It's it's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's bad timing because hip hop Brian- has, has been corny since corny has been corny. We are opportunists. That's what you do. Yeah. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. That like literally <laughs> hit him up. That's different, man. The, the the energy of hit him up is different than Tory talking about. You ain't living well, men. so you haven't mm-hmm. seen your own stage. Like talk about niggas with seizures and like nigga like. I mean, cause hip hop, hip hop thrives off of bully tactics. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, yeah. Don't don't act like you don't love your favorite genre when your favorite genre does what your favorite genre does. That's rap. I, I like hip hop. That's rap. What they be doing? That's that's the WWF <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we we promoting. <laughs> brother, when I see you know, like that's that's something different, man. That's something different. And it's like. I, I, who said that uh, Styles P I treat, I treat the beef like an album I promote the drama <laughs> <laughs> I like that but you know I'm never I'm not listening to, to, to Daystar's album okay I think it's 10 songs I don't know but I'm not giving it no streams because he might have shot her so uh, right. I'm not about to I'm not about to let him profit I, off he of he did it. shoot her I'm I don't just, like when nobody why the police arrest him though for shooting like why why don't the police believe he got that she he shot her because it's it's something like we talked about she earlier, it's snitch. It's nah. It's something else of the story that we don't know. Exactly. And that's and I'm standing firm on that. I don't want to make no jokes about it because we got them jokes off already. But it's something. <laughs> it's something about this we shit. Definitely did. Yeah, we did. I forgot that we did. We did. It's something about this shit that we don't know because police out here solving murders and crimes every day. Niggas yeah. act like motherfuckers just shoot niggas and get away with it. No, yeah. no the fuck they don't. Day. They right. go to jail. Mm. They go to jail for long ass time. Nigga, watch. <laughs> look at crime in the D. <laughs> First forty eight. Somebody always telling. All it takes yeah. is one motherfucker, like the mm-hmm. old lady that you don't say shit to that live on the corner. Yeah, she's sitting in the window watching everything. And guess yeah. what the fuck? What? She not from the streets. Mm-hmm. She gonna tell. Yeah, because her grandbaby's coming <laughs> over this weekend and she wants shit to be safe. Yeah, she gonna fucking tell. All it takes is one nigga to tell on you <laughs> and you going to jail. For a long ass time, because not everybody is from. Yeah, you got your core group of niggas that's from. Ah, oh, niggas snitching is wrong, but motherfucker. Yeah. I got four kids that live in the middle house on the block, and, that and I so want my dumb. babies to and be safe. You, I'm what, telling in real life though, because I know it's fucked the police to hold down yards. But when they poll niggas in the hood, they say they want more police. You know, Detroit need more police. Yeah, it's not enough police for them to actually patrol. So when you call the police, niggas don't show up because it's not enough of them. Mm-hmm. Even though we hate police, if somebody breaking your house, who the fuck are, you want there? If you're is a the police and you have a family, you know you want more police there. Yeah, like you just do. I get it. You we want have, it to be safe. We want we want it to be safe. Mm-hmm. And 
Detroit won't make a quote unquote comeback outside of downtown until people feel safe living in the city. And, and why is downtown they- made to come back because of this police presence? You throw a bottle downtown, the police is coming. Yeah. And they're gonna arrest you. Yeah. Or they gonna they gonna break that shit I the fuck it. up. Yeah, niggas still get it. killed downtown though. <laughs> yeah. You're going to jail because there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, nigga, I we love seen it. a nigga get shot. Well, I seen a nigga get shot during the George Floyd protest live mm. on TV on channel downtown. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. like he ain't get away. Yes, they did. <laughs> they found him later. Oh, that nineteen year old. Yeah, they found him. I later. saw that shit. That but there. they found that nigga later. Like they solved the crime. Oh, okay. It, it's just kind of like me personally. I don't respect the streets. I don't respect the rules of the streets. I think it's stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? The only little respect that I have for it is if me and him go rob a bank and I get caught, I'm shady for, well, he was with me too. Yeah. Like, that's shady. You know what I'm saying? But anything. They caught you. They caught you. Yeah. Do your time. Anything outside of that, though, is corny. Like, oh, telling little kids don't snitch and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I hate that. Like, it's so stupid. Like, because you selfish and greedy. You want to kill people and sell drugs and hog it all to yourself, and you're not doing nothing for nobody else. I respect the streets because the streets is getting more and more terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just bad, man. Like, we we have a whole conversation about that. Yeah. Let me chill out. But uh, <laughs> that's it uh, for Whose Man's This. Um, don't hit me with no. Um, I did t- send some tweets. I was like, the problem with most of our people is that. We got this good guy versus bad guy thing going on with the Democrats and Republicans, but they equally don't fuck with us. So if you come to me talking about your party and not the policy, then you're a sheep. Now, you can be a sheep for perceived good or you can be a sheep for perceived evil, but a sheep is a sheep. Make sure the people are doing right by you above all things. Mm-hmm. Who was that quote from? Me, Jason Johnson. Oh, okay. Uh, that sounded prolific. Uh, dope. Put that on Instagram it. too, bro. Um, also... Um, I tweeted this earlier. I like I don't negotiate with terrorists, and you and you shouldn't either. I feel like I'm negotiating with a terrorist when you tell me go vote and don't vote for Donald Trump because he's Trump and we don't like him. So by default, you got to vote for this one. Like I feel like I'm negotiating with a terrorist. Like I don't want either one of these, but you gonna make me do it, and we gonna ma- like no. Why well, we can't have? Well, not no, but like I feel. Like we negotiate. Why is all these old niggas running for office? I feel like it should be like a cutoff because you're going to die. Niggas Mm -hmm. always say go vote, but they'll never tell you who to vote for. Stop telling me to go vote and say specifically what you mean. Say go vote for Biden or go vote for Trump. Tell me who you voting for for the Michigan Senate. Because you don't know shit about Gary Peters or the other nigga besides... What they didn't say on, on, on the commercial. That's a whole homework like y'all assignment. Be, y'all be lying, talking about we, go vote local. You don't know shit about them local because we don't never hear. You don't know who your city council member is. Yeah. Don't know who on the fucking we school We don't never board. hear. So when I when I be wanting to, 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 it ain't just go vote. How about let's. Make an educated vote. How about we regularly have discussions and open forums where we can actually see what the city council was doing. Who, what's going on with the state senate? What's going on with the governors and everything? In we only, plain English. But we only hear that shit uh, two weeks or a week before yeah. the election. They be like, but I bet you ain't vote though. Nigga, you voted and you gonna vote for Democrat every single time. <laughs> like, it's not that you went and you were so educated that you, you made, made such a conscious nigga, vote. You, you know black folks ain't voting nothing but Democrat. Right. So like, what are you saying? Or, or you voting off a name you know. Yes. 
Oh, this name look familiar. So yeah, because they've been in the seat for 20 fucking years. It sound great. We'll just go out there and vote. That's why we got to vote. I'm not saying we not we shouldn't be voting. And, and I don't agree that we should not be voting. But when you say that, it but, don't mean nothing. But but there's also other initiatives that niggas need to do, too. Like like you said, be educated on who you voting about. Nigga, did you fill out your census? Give me a better candidate. Yeah, I That's, want Bernie that Sanders. Should be, that should be the, the, the want. Because I can vote, but if I keep voting for people that I don't want, I'm never going to get gonna get the results that you want. When, I don't remember the last time I voted for a nigga I wanted. Yeah. You vote for evil or lesser, the other lesser evil. two evils every time. No, this you vote either, for one of evil two evils. Or other, other evil. <laughs> There's no such thing as a yeah. lesser or two evils. You vote for one evil <laughs> or the other evil. None of them is lesser. They both evil. If Joe Biden get in the office, man, we'll look up at two years later and we're going to hate some shit about Joe. You know what I'm saying? We're going to hate some shit about I asked y'all something Kamala. when the mics come off. It's two, we, we in two minutes. I mean, two hours, two minutes. We about to wrap this shit on up. Man. <laughs> it's time, for the, it's time, it's time yeah. for the Benny. Go get uh, some shout outs, man. Yeah, get, get your shout outs in. Oh, uh, shots out Rob Mitch, Circular Flow. Uh, shots out Mature the Servant. Um, he got a new series <clears throat> coming out. Um... Uh, also, we got a show tomorrow, a virtual show. We performing live at the barber shop in East Point, Michigan. Uh, shout out JT the barber. Uh, shout out Taven Thomas. Like minded individuals. It's the label. It's violent content with VC written in parentheses. You already know. Shout out Shop Top uh, Podcast. It's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody flip yeah. up on it. We getting it in, man. Yeah. Uh, protestinginvest.com. Protestinginvest.com. That's what's up, VC. Uh, it's your man Dame going wild. Dame Ruffin one on the Twitter. Uh, follow me on IG and Twitter. I'm really trying to get the, my Twitter followers back because I'm just been back for a little bit. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Shop Talk Podcast. I'm not gonna give out the website because I fuck it up every week. That's J Job. Uh, book some time. Get with us. Either you can get down or you can lay down. Shop Talk Podcast is an army. Better yet, the Navy. Yo, uh, shout out to our guest, uh, VC Violet Content for yeah. stepping through. Uh, pleasure speaking with Ta-da. you. Uh, shout out to everybody who's listening, who support everything that come out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Um, I appreciate you guys, man, to the to the bottom of my heart. Um, go out there and exercise your right to vote. Um, exercising your right to vote means if you choose to vote, great. If you choose to not to vote. You are still exercising your right. The right is for you to either do it or not do it and not be persecuted for it. That right goes both ways. So no one is wrong if they exercise their right to vote by not doing it. And no one is, quote unquote, right because you exercise it because you did do it. The right is you won't be persecuted either way. That's the freedom that we have. So don't get that shit confused. I appreciate everybody. Um, When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jay and Dang. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs>